Alrighty guys, welcome, welcome on in, welcome, welcome on in. How are we all doing? Uh, welcome to the 6 out of 10 Not Bad podcast uh, with myself and the wonderful Squall Mother. And today we've got two lovely, lovely guests. So let me bring this music down and uh, let me introduce you to them. We managed to get hold of two very special... Mm. Yeah, two very special people today. Two very, very special people today. Uh, let me let me bring these guys in um, because I can already see Sam protesting. I don't know why, but I can already see what? Sam protesting. How are we all doing? So this week, uh, not only am I rejoined uh, by the wonderful, wonderful Squall Mother, uh, but we also have the lovely Full of Cthulhu, Call of Cthulhu. Uh, and the lovely oh, again. How we doing? How's it going, guys? Oh, Hello. my goodness. I was going to say, two very special people, because we've got the absolutely wonderful Tashnar with us, and the little bit <laughs> The present people. Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like I like being nice. Oh, no worries. This is like the Aww. saddest ambush ever, right? That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Right. Oh, come on, your podcast. Oh, all right. For one, one second in and it's a piss take. No worries. Uh, excuse, excuse me. Everybody on this podcast is, is what, English? Oh, wait. You are. That was a bit. That's, that's no, no, I lost what you said. Oh, yeah. everybody, you everybody, on this, everybody on this podcast who's worth anything is English. Uh... <laughs> Says, yeah. says the guest what? who we invited. So that's. that's and what about that is untrue? I mean, you can be like English if you try hard, I'm sure. Wow. All right, let's get these guys <laughs> to introduce themselves because apparently uh, I'm, I'm a bit I'm a bit worried that the banter's not not doing a good enough job. Tash, tell us a little bit about who you are uh, and what you do. Lovely, lovely, lovely lady. Okay. Um. Well, obviously I'm English. Normally I have to lead with that in in Twitchland. Like, um, so I am primarily a creative caster. I work a lot with physical pixel art, but we do all sorts. I'm actually branching out into cosplay. So, yeah, I'm kind of scared. Oh, her right arm, but left on the screen. Look at it! Look at the thing behind you! Things oh, like the, yeah. I don't know if you can see on the thing. I'll show you. Yeah. So cool things that yeah, I am, because I'm good at I'm terrible at ironing. So um, <laughs> I eat a lot of snacks, I drink a lot of tea, and I iron shit. So that's my job. Awesome news. Cool. And well, I suppose, Adam, you'd better talk a little bit about... <laughs> no, to be fair, to be fair, Cordial is one of my absolute favourite broadcasters of all time ever. I, I, take, I take the piss, but he's absolutely wonderful. I want to be just like him when I grow up. Tell, tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, oh, you don't want to be just good. like me. It sucks at this end. Um, yeah, Call of Cthulhu on Twitch, horror streaming, uh, Darkest Dungeon, Tiny Pixels insulting, all that. And, and the horrendous gifts. Oh. The, gifts are, the gifts are only horrendous yeah. if you're actually a pussy. Yeah, no, there's, <laughs> only, there's only one gift that's particularly bad. Yeah, the, 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 like the rest of them are okay. It's yeah. only the eye thing. Yeah, I feel like I I need to see this. No, you don't. Now. No, there's there's one. No? there's they're normally pretty okay, but there's one. Yeah, um, they're usually like middle of the road. There's nothing kinda, stressful. I, I want to find it. The, what, what's the one that I don't like? It's somebody taking a razor blade to the underneath of somebody's yeah, eyeball. There's a whole bunch of them, but it's Le Chien and Lily that you don't like. Yeah, that Maybe that not. I'm not that I'm not particularly fond of. But the rest of them are all right. They're just they're just standard horror. There's there's nothing there's nothing it's wrong lovely. with with horror yeah. in the in the slightest. That's that's fine. Oh god. Talking of horrors, how was E3, Sam? 
Um, sum it up in a sound. Perfect. Yes. Just, just hordes of ugh, the horrible, horrible touristy people getting in the way of meetings and appointments and navigating anywhere ever. And security guards that didn't give a shit about anything. They could not care less if they tried. Scary. No badge? Come on in. Got a bag full of bombs? Come on in. No worries. That just mm. horrendous. Like, mm. just, oh. Oh, God. So so maybe we won't, you know, regale chat with wonderful stories of how lovely America is and we'll, we'll, well wait till... I'm going to mention a game that was really nice that I saw there, which, which kind of made me go, ooh. I'm super but, excited because um... it was one of my takeaways as well from watching it from home, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited. Also, right. Adam, were you there as well? Because, like, you were at the partner mixer thing. Did you actually do the actual... No, what, what, what I did was, is instead of going to E3, I just flew into LA, went to the partner mixer, and then I just came home. I thought about going to the massive, <laughs> like, convention for video games that was happening at the same time. But I was like, nah, fuck it. I'll just fly in at four in the evening on, like, the Wednesday, go to the partner mixer, and then leave. Yeah, yeah I was Sounds good. To be fair, I, I never know when people say things like that. I never know whether they're kidding or not because I know yeah. people like spam fish. Oh, hold on, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get a sign. Hang on. Like I was like, no, but this could be true. People like spam fish <laughs> fly out, do mixes, and then fly back again. And I'm like, but there was a okay, never mind. I need a pen so I can write the word sarcasm on a bit of paper. Oh, perfect. <laughs> that yes. would be good. That would be helpful. I feel like there's a yes. language barrier. I apologize for my uh, for English being my second language. I, I you know. Oh, uh, no, I, I agree. Adam needs subtitles. It's fine. Oh, um, grief. All right. <laughs> Should we talk about some video games then? Considering. No, 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 no. No, no, no we'll just have a partner mixer and then fuck off back home, oh. yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's it. We're, we're just having yeah, the schmooze right now, and then that's it. We're yeah, done yeah, next we're week. Just, yeah, yeah. And then I haven't got a fly I don't, even, I don't play games I'm in my pajamas. We're good. <laughs> yeah. But for those that don't know what we actually do, uh, maybe sometimes, occasionally. Um, we go through the week's worth of gaming news, take out the cool bits and get rid of the absolute wank that comes along with it. Plus, then we go on and talk about something a little bit deeper and a bit of a wider topic between all of us. And then we basically go, hey, go watch these guys. Because the reason that we get these guests on is because they're people we actually watch and enjoy and are pretty damn cool. Yeah, d so, I mean, despite the, you know, the insults and the, the language, these, these guys are all right. You know, they're okay. Ah, they're sweet people. Wow, that face though. Nah, you guys didn't see it, but we forced Adam to be here, like proper gun to head and everything. So he's he's suffering today. Please. It was it was a whole thing, man. F's F's in the chat, you know, for Adam's suffering. F's. Right. D so anyway, for, everyone uh, waits patiently. Like, I, is it gonna I, am I teetering on an age gap here? I might be. <laughs> this is my my memes, so man. In the similar vein of people dying, a company nearly died by having some really bad price increases on their games? Question mark. I'm out of practice. My segue is close. It'll do. Leave me yes. alone. So Paradox Interactive um, right, yes. did silly with their prices. So basically, they, they tried to argue the fact that uh, they're trying to normalize prices across all regions with their games because different areas can afford to pay more and they're trying to normalize how much money they earn off of their games and everyone went <laughs> and no um 
and they're they're going to drop their prices back down to where they were before afterwards is that not kind of weird though because this is even unlike some of the historical titles that have been around for like quite a while they've just gone ah fuck it add an extra tenor on it that's fine the problem was i mean it came right around the corner from a steam sale Hmm. And that was a that was a lot of people's problem with it was that all these prices had been hiked so that then when they dropped the prices back down to just below what they'd been before. Yeah, well, it's seventy five, not sixty six percent. Hey, big right, saving! Right, I muted. Thanks. But let's just like, yeah. <laughs> uh... isn't, isn't there a isn't there a wider issue here though? Not so much the the two K specific fuck up, right? but the whining, crying nature of Steam forums as using reviews as a mechanism of expressing how pissed off they are at the company rather mm. than at the game. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is consistently used on Steam yeah. all the time and to say, oh, we don't like what you've uh, done yeah. with our game and now I'm going to downvote your game. And it's like, so what you're saying is you're not reviewing the game at all. You're being a pissy little cunt. Yep. And fucking... Okay, well, I failed completely at the language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's already gone. <laughs> You're being a bothersome entity and ho and hopelessly deplorable. Don't, and I, and I can't not, I cannot cancel it. Don't start no. with the language, please. I would rather you say cunt than start using words like that. Like, uh, let's, let's not. <laughs> no, no, I agree. I feel there, like there, there seems to be a culture at the moment of we, we've seen downvoting and negative reviewing. Right? Darkest Dungeon we is going to be the best that. example. Oh, mixed reviews, going to the reviews. The game's too hard. I don't right. understand how but to play the game. They started, they started changing wankers. things, didn't they? Uh, after the, the game had initially been released to the public. And they went, I don't like the changes that you've made. And so the things uh, were... And we're actually going to come back to this because this is a thing that um, people have employed recently to talk about GTA modding. Yeah, so this the is GTA modding, that's another yeah. great one. This is something that we're going to come back to and, and talk about in a minute, because, um... I mean, uh, it, oh, it yeah, comes back to think of our game is entitled? Are we starting yeah, to, as a, very much as, so. a, as a group, 100%. feel too entitled? Starting to? Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> then, I suppose there's, there's another avenue to this as well, and that is, is it a case of people feel that this is their only avenue of providing feedback that's heard and like mm. i understand that it's, it's a, shit, a shitty thing to do like downvoting the game just because well, i don't like it whatever mm. but then at the same time a lot of uh, there's a lot of unheard voices in a lot of things like you can tweet a publisher for like a, a million and one days and say it that is, there's a it's inherently an issue with like the social media construct here the idea that you have the right to tweet at a publisher Mm. in and that some you would way expect the publisher to and then, to then they speak should get back right to back to you yep you know it's like what the fuck when was that the case 20 15 years ago 10 years ago oh i'm gonna tweet at konami because i don't like downpour oh i bet they'll get right back to me <laughs> i'm gonna you write know? this letter they'll, they'll, be, they'll, they'll, they'll send magazine. me a thing with a box with a pyramid head statue just to apologize because i didn't enjoy their game fuck you okay consumer so and on, I get the, that. on the flip side then talking about um if Tweeting at people isn't the way to go about it. How do you dis, dis uh, how, how do you sort of um, put across your kind of displeasure at a move that a company's made? Do you have a right it, to do so? Here's what you do: you take your opinion, you throw it into the void of the Steam forums, and it gets forgotten forever. Because 
Because I was, yeah, I was thinking of like downvoting a game just because you're mad at the company is a pissy thing to do. Like, I feel like the review should be the game, shocker. Um, so I feel like having a forum, but also one that is actually vaguely looked at, would be good. No, the, the community managers watch the forums, they just yeah. don't affect it until it affects game sales because mixed reviews makes people buy a game less mm-hmm. than like positive reviews. And that's the reason that they use the review mechanism, as you were saying, to downvote a game so that the people finally pay attention because it's money related and that, and then the publishers care, right? But at the same time, it's circumnavigating the system and it's utilizing the wrong system to, uh, to get across your point. Now, if there isn't a position where you can get across your point, again, we come back to the, are you entitled to, yeah, you're entitled to have an opinion. Of course you can, you can voice it everywhere on the internet. But you shouldn't be entitled to assume that your opinion is going to make a, a publishing edifice change their game. You know, I don't, I don't, this, this yeah. is like, you know, you know, we go back to the darkest dungeon corpse mechanic for Rory oh that happened gosh. during the beta. Yeah. When everybody lost their shit because the mechanic came in place that would have been in place in the final game and nobody would have known any different. But because it came in in the open beta, everybody started crying and whinging and it made the game so much more difficult. It didn't. There are six skills to deal with it. It's not hard. Okay. It's literally child's play to deal with, but you know, let's not worry about that. All right, everybody lost their fucking mind, and so uh, and you know, suddenly they input an, input a thing that allows you to turn off the corpse mechanic. I don't think they'd have put that in without the no, crying no. and bleeding. I don't, that occurred. Like, I don't feel like reviews should direct how the game comes out personally. Um, so I, I know it's happened quite a lot in alpha and beta testing where they take the reviews and they're like, oh, well, let's suddenly change everything because you know, these people said so. Like, I think there was an issue with the culling where they kept changing it every week, basically, because of reviews. Yeah, no, and they so totally now you lost at, their focus, yeah. didn't they? The, the and you, you look at the culling now, now and it's just... Not yet. Not <laughs> Yay, open beta's the best! Well, that, going for another year, the that I feel That I feel completely <laughs> lost its focus because mm-hmm. they were taking on so much community feedback yeah. that it warped. Yeah what their game was initially going to be. And it started out, when I played it first, it was this really um, almost funny sort of Borderlands-style humour to it. it. And that was marvellous! And then you went into the actual game and that was lost. And then eventually it was... It it, it became sort of... Nothing, yeah. And it... I I don't know, but I I think I'm a big fan of... Taking Paradox sort of back on this... um, I'm a big fan of, if you don't like how Paradox operate as a company, don't buy their games. Mm. Tell your mm-hmm. friends, hey, consider not buying Paradox's games because they do this. So, like, and my, if you my are co- an eloquent enough human being and your friends are good people, they will go, huh, I will consider that opinion. Thank you. You know, it, <laughs> it's... That, surely yeah. that's the way to do things rather than just paradox of scumbags here let me downvote every single one of their games until they put their prices back which is uni- which is nearly universally wrong since paradox have primarily made decent historical simulation games mm-hmm. it's not to say they the games that they've made are shit but by implication if you look at the steam forums they make bad games and they should be punished for it yeah no and it's like what I mean, you look at the new one that they're, they're working yes, on. Yes, back. You to can totally with... send them of people calling them a cunt. That's fine. You can use that, man. <laughs> <laughs> dear, <laughs> e- dear X, 
You are a cunt. Love Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> Please give me less money that I don't have to spend of my own on your games. Because I know your games are like 9 out of 10 games. Like really great games. But I'd like to spend less because I'm really fucking entitled. Are we on count number like 9 out of questionable amount of of funt now? <laughs> yeah. I'm counting. I'm like, I think we're on, I think we're on 4. I mean, yeah. It's British. I was gonna say it's one of those days today where poor Sam has only just got back from from LA, and I know you were in LA as well. I I for a day have, apparently. I've worked far too <laughs> hard evening, this man. week in just the heat. Evening. Uh, I finished working last night. We finished streaming last night at about five, so I'm all the way out of it. Poor Tash is just kind of sat there going, "Yes, hello." I'm just like, uh, can I quietly eat this chocolate orange? Or, uh... <laughs> Only if you share it, because chocolate orange is my favourite. I already ate most of it. <laughs> There's only two oh bits God. left. But yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> like that, that is universally the, the wrong way to go about it. And I do feel sorry at the moment for Poor Paradox, where they've said, okay, we, we, want, to, we want to even out the playing field pricing-wise. We want to make sure that we've got a decent pricing strategy going forward. If that's the case, and it wasn't a grab to get better-looking discounts during the Steam sale, mm -hmm. then they should be completely entitled to do that. Yeah, it works like, worldwide as well. Like I know, uh, I know people like in Brazil that have bought. Uh, they won like a gift card, and they bought five games, and one of them was a AAA game. Mm. But tr you know, try buy that for twenty-five quid here, and you. You'll Meanwhile, get, like, over in two. Australia, you get a gift card, and you can have a quarter of a game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I understand it in that way, but I feel like if if you're gonna do something like that, you need to do it at the beginning, before it comes out, not retroactively. Yeah. Lullers, Crusader Kings, Europa, Pillars of Eternity. Yeah. All the games that are right above my head and Pixel's head and Tash's yeah. head. Um, not Schoolmaster, because that's the chat. All the games to set. So I'm trying to. They're, yeah, also, they're also going to make a really uh, a really good looking game where you have to build and, and survive as a colony on Mars and that looks really good. Go look at that because that looks like it's going to be super well written which is nice for that kind of game. Yeah, um, Pillars of Eternity just going to put this out there. A 9 out of 10 isometric RPG got downvoted to 30% approval rate on Steam. That is is that the appropriate thing to do? On a game that got kickstarted, yeah, you're right. Good job, consumers. You're not motherfuckers at all. Solid work. Your voice has been heard. You cunts. All right. Uh, that was five. Sorry. Five. Six. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say for a second. Can we? Can we just hop on to topic three and, and switch topic two and three around? Because <laughs> this gives a really nice segue to. Uh, Wait, we're going to the halfway topic three. Oh yeah. All right. Leave it at number three. We'll come back around to it in oh, a really round of... <laughs> all right, all right, we'll come... <laughs> all right, so yeah, all right, we talked last week about um, uh, open form uh, and GTA and the fact that the GTA community have open form as a modding tool and take two when, no, nah, you're not allowed that. If it in any way starts to conflict with our online stuff, you can't have it. And then they went, oh, and also here's a cease and desist anyway. The modding community, up in arms, naturally, uh, people downvoted the game. Now this is GTA 5, right? Which so many people enjoy. It's seen so much success all across Twitch. Um, yeah, Take-Two, not Rockstar. Um, 
So the publisher, not the ma the manufacturer. Yes. Yeah. Um, they downvoted the game to a mixed rating. Put out a petition with over fifty thousand signatures on it. Rockstar then spoke to Take Two and said, "Look, guys, I don't, I, I don't think this is the route we want to be going down. And for the time being, they're in talks about getting Open Four back online. And as far as I'm aware, it had an update uh, in the last day or so, um, so that it could all be brought back on again." Is this like I can understand a petition for sure? Petitioning That's is exactly what a petition is for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's important. I just think it's sad that more people feel the need to destroy a product's reputation before taking measures like that. And and mm -hmm. the fact that maybe this is why Rockstar have listened, not the petition, but well, I mean, you know, anybody who understands maths knows full well if you manage to cap a rating down to mixed. To get it back up to positive requires about a million positive reviews. Well done again. You fucked your own game. Good job. Ouch. Yeah. I'm just going to grab a hoodie. No, but this is the point, right? Because people who are protesting this are obviously deeply passionate about the game. And you've got to respect the passion, of yeah. course. Right? You're passionate about your own... Your, but what you're doing is you're fucking your own game. If you love this game, getting it banged down to mixed reviews on Steam dramatically depletes the player base. Now, I know that's what you want because you want the company to take note. But also, if you dramatically deplete your player base in a massively multiplayer fucking online modded thing, then good job. Enjoy the game dying. Have fun with that. Because that's what you're going to do. If you, if you kill the player base, imagine if it happened to like LOL or Dota or Hearthstone or something. Kill the number of people who are actually online playing that game have trouble getting a game or anybody to talk to in game or play with or mm -hmm. i've not played more uh player gta but i assume it's something like that yeah you yeah. you yeah. pop yourself in a lobby um with other people and sometimes the lobbies have a couple of people in and sometimes the lobbies have far far too many people for my liking in imagine Don't going no into worries. every single lobby and there were like two people that's mm -hmm. that's not even yeah. enough to like fill a proper race you know yeah I mean, again, this, this, I mean, this, what this all comes down to is there's the fair side of this, which is, are, is there enough of a forum for consumers to make their voices heard in a way that doesn't make them look like pissy little CUNTs, right? Or. No, sorry, <laughs> that counts. That counts. Six. Six. See you next Tuesday, that counts. Seven. Fuck. <laughs> fucking hell, this is bullshit. You can't even acronymize this. Oh, fuck this Alright, no, there is no... This is the point, okay? Being fair to the whiny outcry, okay? There is no other forum for them to, gen, uh, gen, you know, absolutely get their voice heard in a way that means the company will take note of them. But at the same time, the forum that they're doing harms the game that they love. Mm-hmm. Mm harms the potentiality for further GTA games, harms the creative flow of the people actually making the games, because I know that it's the publisher who are the ones who took away the mod support, not Rockstar, okay? But you become gun-shy as the manufacturer yeah. if you know that any misstep is going to cause 50,000 rabid 14-year-old dickwads to jump all over the Steam reviews. And saying, I don't like it. You're going to become gun shy about doing anything with any guts or, or yeah. visibility. They're not going to. They're not going to want to put out new content when people are just going to be like, "Well, if they brought back modding, then we, 
It's like it's yeah. it, it's why I was so pleased when I played Darkest Dungeon that I struggled with it. And I I hate struggling with video games, right? But I was really pleased that I struggled with it, and it was as hard as it was because it's, going yeah. going through the initial stages that stupid. There's a jump in difficulty between like all these regular dungeons, and then you go into the Darkest Dungeon. It's like well. Nope, never mind then. Screw this. And it was good to see that it was there because despite the outcry, they just kind of carried well, on the, with the, things. The, the, and that's that because was nice. and this is the sad thing, is the darkest dungeon that is to say Red Hook said at the outset, your party members will die. They will go insane. <laughs> this is a, a game about how you deal with the consequences of this happening. And then everyone's like, but my party members keep on dying. And it's like, oh, come on, man. Seriously? Is that your problem? As, um... Oh, what's that game that that Rami is? Um, da, 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 da. Uh, the roguelike shooter. Um, that narrows it down quite a lot. Um, uh, fish can roll. What are you talking about, oh, my man? Welsh just, woman. My brain's just died. <laughs> my brain's just died completely. Um, oh, I'll, I'll think of it in a minute. But there's a there's a particular game, uh, a roguelike game. And people will refund it after like 10 minutes played oh. and then write a review being like, but it was Nuclear Throne, there you go. But it's too oh, hard. Nuclear, but, nuclear Throne, one of the better indie games released in the last 10 years. It's too no hard. Carry on. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. And it's like, I hate that. But it's not. It's also, in the world of indie games, if you can't get four hours out of the game for like $15, Possibly you're being overcharged, right? But if you get 30 hours out of the game by not being a pissy little whiner, then see how I managed to sidestep the word cunt there? <laughs> ah, I did it anyway. Still can it. No, but if, if, you, if, you, if you can get a decent number of amount of playability from a game, if you can generate a decent amount of playtime, you know, 30 hours out of a $15 game is a great deal, right? Four hours may not be a great deal, right? But the reason you didn't get four hours out of it was because you died on level one six times and couldn't be bothered to play any again. This is because uh, who who here is like thirty-ish? None of you, right? Twenty-eight. That's all right. You 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 know then. You you two are probably a little young for this. But before the internet and before that, there was guides and stuff like that. Things like you know fucking Castlevania two or whatever. I remember, I remember all books. That. You'd have been a fetus when Castlevania two came out. What year was that? Like nineteen eighty something. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I'm not I was... talking that far back. I'm, I'm talking like no, I, no, had yeah, an, yeah. I had an Amiga and like. like yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, in that time, you, you played the game and you got on, you got on with it because there was a. I suppose you could say there was no forum for which you could actually express your displeasure. But you didn't even even think to express displeasure. You was like, oh, I died. Well, I better try again. Hmm. You know, hmm. I better I better give it another go rather than it's getting like, like t ten minutes in and then go. Oh, it's too hard. I want my money back. You guys have taken my money for no reason. Don't play a hard game if you can't be bothered to do it. Sure. Like, I'm not going to play Dark Souls because I know I'm going to get really fucking mad. Play like, Hello Kitty or something. But you, you, say, game you say that. Um, the the guys who made Monkey Island recently made another point-and-click adventure game in that kind of style. They've just had to put a hint system in because people didn't understand the concept of rubbing each thing on each other until something happened. Oh. Well, that's a joy yeah. of games up. Fish and there's a man, maybe. Oh, uh, just a rubber chicken with a pulley in the middle. Like that's the that's the thing. But people were getting quite upset over the fact that they, at some points, just wouldn't know what to do next. And you're kind of like, but, yeah. but 
Oh, I played Grim Fandango last year again. Now, Grim Fandango is like, oh, nice. All right, I respect that. Just gone way up in the estimation. It is, it is my favourite. Uh, it's the game. That oh no, it's fantastic. Like, yeah. It's it's an amazing game, and there are six points of lateral thinking that you can't make the jump in the game without somebody either telling you or rubbing things on things. Right? I've played it through. Uh, you know, like the packing foam thing. You figure that one out first time out without a whole bunch of fucking running around. Okay, okay, no. You're a genius. But. But the game hints it to you. Every single solution in that game is hinted to oh, you. Oh, yeah, about of course. They always before. were. Hint oh, yeah, they were always yeah, hinted. Like it's... Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But what I'm saying is you, there are points where you're just like, what am I, what am I doing now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I played it through, having played it through 50 times. So it's just like I'm walking through the puzzles. Yeah. And then people are coming into the chat saying, I bought this game. I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. And it's like, yeah, that's because you've been given way too much by the internet. Yeah. Spoon because, everything. you know, if you can't find the solution to a puzzle in a game, you go and look it up. Mm. And that and that's OK. You, you do that. It's not a problem. That's that's the climate that we're in now. But it me it makes it very difficult for games developers that want to make a game in the style of Grim Fandango, in the style of Manic Mansion, in the style of Maniac Mansion, in the style of. What was that? The Talos Principle <laughs> is a good example that just that yeah. came out not so recently. Um, it's another, any game of the walk around and click on things, solving point and click puzzles, they have to almost tone them down mm. uh, mm -hmm. rather than making them at the level they want to make them because they have to make it accessible. But the problem with making a point and click accessible is if you take away the puzzle element, then there's no game. Yeah. You're just walking. It's, it's a walking simulator without WASD, instead, it's click. Uh, it's We're talking about DayZ now or. <laughs> oh no but no, like no, no. as a as a slight aside thimbleweed park if you like those old sort of games is wonderful yeah, hands I down like wonderful park. and i'm so glad that the hint system you don't actually have to use it um as long as as long as it's a, p a personal thing i mean don't get me wrong i just i just railed at the corpse mechanic but you could you got the choice you don't have to turn them off and you don't have to use the hint system and you shouldn't mm. if you don't want that experience yeah. you know if you are of the Grim Fandango legion of fans who wants to play the game without having to look up the, the solution, yeah. then you can. It's not like it's forced upon you. The hint system doesn't automatically pop up, right? But, but equally, it shouldn't have caused a, a dive in review scores in order for that to be put in as an option in the first place. Is that what happened? Did no, it, did the, it take within, a no, with Thimbleweed Park, thankfully... Because that's worse than anything else we've discussed. Yeah, that was no, the no, reason. no, 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 no. With Thimbleweed Park, thankfully... People were getting confused, so they were like, okay, well, we had this idea for a system, so what we're going to do is we're going to take some time to implement it, so that if you want to use it, you can. And mm -hmm. what they've done, which is actually really sweet, uh, is throughout the game there are phones and phone books. There's also a hint line, so now you can call the hint line oh, from inside cute. the game, like that. and that's a... <laughs> That's, exact, that's yeah. exactly old school as well, because yes. that's how people figured yes. puzzles out in the past. I like that. Yeah. Oh, God, that's the premium rate as well. It was like 30 quid a second on those phone lines as well to phone them up. I remember looking at them at the back yeah. of the game. Got, Mom, like, can I phone to find out the, the answer to the puzzle? No, you fucking can't. All right. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's See, I didn't, play a, I didn't play difficult things. I played like Spyro. And <laughs> Spyro was moon. difficult, man. <laughs> Some of those later levels were disgusting. Spiral 2, I did 100%. That's the little dragon, right? Yeah, it's a little 
purple what, what was that face for? I'm 30 fucking five years old. When yeah. Spyro came out, I was fucking 20. I wasn't playing <laughs> Spyro. Like I was getting fucking high. No, Come I was now. getting mad at Spyro. <laughs> Try 100% Spyro This is the too. same look I get, by the way, when people talk about Pokemon. Oh, oh I don't. never played Pokemon. My... I never played Pokemon. I was 19. I was off my tits when Pokemon yeah. came out. You fucking little fucking my, my best squeaky friend, lightning My best friend rat. Matt is a, a little bit older than I am. And we were going around MCM looking at um, like Pokemon plushies. And I'm like, Matt, which one is that? And he's like, I don't fucking care. I was playing guitar and like trying yeah. to sleep with people. <laughs> I like him. Like... I think you should bring him everywhere. <laughs> Everybody needs a Matt. Everybody, I like everybody him. Needs Matt. Um, oh, he's in chat. Shit. Hi, Matt. Uh, <laughs> Easy, no, Matt. Screw that guy. What? Uh... Uh, never mind. Anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like... we strayed. I feel we strayed There's, a touch. Yeah, we have. We from, have. From, from what we were discussing. As much as that was kind of all linked, but like. Mm, so, like, what, what, what do yeah. you think is the solution to that, though? Cause, because. Uh, what a better way of putting the points forward without going oh, i'm gonna review you badly or like i, I guess that's like well, you know I suppose a there's discussion sort of back there's, there's two ways to look at it right it's either we accept that all gamers have the right to an opinion that every publisher should pay attention to god damn it in which case you need some sort of forum that publishers absolutely pay attention to that isn't the steam reviews right or we accept that all gamers' opinions have the right to voice the opinion and the right to have their opinion ignored by whatever edifice. I think that might mm. be a youth thing as, as well, though, a sort of age thing where I feel a lot of people who are sort of our age or, or slightly older, um, for, for point of reference, I'm 26 this year. I will take on board slightly older than 26 and take that with both fucking hands. There you I go. am slightly older than you. There you go. So yeah, I'm 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 26 this year. I think uh, I haven't got time to work it out. Um, and I'm fully aware that if I tweet at a publisher, they're probably not ever gonna get back to me. It's like shouting into a void, right? It's just not going anywhere. If I construct a nice email, somebody might read it, and then they're probably mm. just gonna delete it and throw it away because I'm not, I'm not a um. I'm You're not, not a everyone. prominent figure in this industry, and I'm not hundreds of thousands of people, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Whereas I feel like a lot of people who are younger feel like every time they tweet, they deserve some manner of reply to that. They do deserve a manner of reply to it. Mm. You, you, under, you understand what I mean. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know a positive what reply. <laughs> you know it wasn't, Adam. <laughs> Where's that video again? Dear X, you're a cunt. Love Call of Cthulhu. Nine! Like I'm going to use it. I feel like I've made... I need one of those. I need you to record me one of those. Hello, you're a cunt. Thanks! Yours with love. Adam yeah. slash Call of Cthulhu. That like, needs to be. I, I, like I tell you what, need that one. needs to be a command on your stream deck for when a troll just pops <gasps> yes! in the chat. Can I just have, have you pop every time somebody mentions the word stripper for pop oh, yeah. streams now? I can I'll press I'll, the little I'll button. I'll sort you out. And it yeah, comes out. out. Don't just you popping up in the corner, being like, "You can <laughs> set it up as, as a, a mod only sound command." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Magical. Oh yeah, I'll sort you out. We're streaming again. We're streaming again. We're streaming right. again. Let's, uh, well, let's... No, it's it's got to be either a legitimate forum whereby the publishers pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
if we believe that it is the case that everybody deserves to have their opinion heard, regardless of whether their opinion is valid, because if you set up some sort of modern forum like that, which people have to pay attention to, you're going to get an awful large quantity of people who are like, this game's too hard as an actual legitimate criticism of a game that's supposed to be hard. And that and this is the problem, right? If somebody gets some community manager somewhere has got to pay attention to this, they've got to look down this list and go, this game's too hard, delete. This game's too hard, delete. Until they actually get a legitimate criticism that's something like, this game is mechanically flawed because X. Yeah. Yeah. Balances right? off because yeah. this item is too strong. Yeah. Some suggest... It's yeah. the same on uh, it's but the same because... on Twitch user voice. Like you see the 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 thought process when they introduce new things like pulse and people are like pulse thoughts it's shit and you're like well that doesn't help it is but this is why. <laughs> and then this inherently is the is her, is is the problem with not just the Steam review system but if you set up an open forum for community mm. managers to read. Then you almost have to have some sort of moderation system in place in the community forum that removes every single jackass, which means there's going to be three people in the community forum, which means you're back in the same problem, right? Yeah. Mm. Because suddenly it looks like there's absolutely no feedback on this subject, because if you disregard all the people that are, uh, you know, criticizing this improperly, it's like, where was your skill level of criticism come from? Have you written for magazines? Are you an objective critic? Are you, in fact, Jim Sterling? Or are you some wanky little eleven-year-old? You know, that's the problem, right? Because if you if you don't have any sort of critical background or background in critical thinking, then by definition, your opinion should mean less from a critical perspective, not less mm. in general for for you. You're, you're entitled to your opinion. Everybody is, but if you're going to talk about a game from a critical perspective, you should have some sort of critical background in thinking, whether be it be through some education system or some form of writing or something. Otherwise, I am bound to not pay any attention to what you say. Like, mm. why do public if publishers have to listen to everybody's opinion? Why do they have to listen listen to the opinion of somebody who has no basis in critical knowledge? This just makes me. This just reminded me of the Devolver Digital Conference at E three. It's it's literally the same. It's like the live feedback thing. You type a comment and it's immediately in the game. Like. <laughs> Which is just them spoofing this entire thing. Like, it actually... Uh, yeah, I don't know why... It, well, I know exactly why it took me so long to suddenly remember that. But, like, um, yeah, I, I, I just think that the systems being what they are, and they're inherently flawed. Uh, you know, the, the Steam reviews thing is a nice idea. In, with a lot of things on Steam, it's a nice idea in theory. But in reality, it's kind of a bit of a clusterfuck. But... Um, based on the fact that there are imperfect systems in place, I do think that just to save their own arse to some degree, they need to have a sort of at least perceived dialogue transparently going back and forth between publisher and consumer, just to ensure that they don't get the same bullshit happening where their, mm. their review scores stop. And they shouldn't have to do that necessarily i mean you know there's arguments to and for uh for and against but like they need to kind of have that like they, they need to have that just to ensure that they can survive within the system yeah, they need they need to have that in the same way that you know like houses need insulating in like countries that have got a really high sun complement so that the heat doesn't get inside rather yeah. than in the same rather than you know have it be any sort of decent thing they need to have that to protect them against twats mm. 
Yeah, because they can basically then use the form to say, well, we're not changing it, and this is why. Instead of, ah, don't inhale chocolate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't bad. inhale chocolate, you say? <laughs> um, I'm going to pull that down. Um, even if they you just turn around and say, this is why we're keeping it, it'll be better than having all the downvotes and like the reviews saying exactly the same thing. They can just post it and say, oh, shit. As a, as a thought, because publishers um, very often run their own forums and things like that to, to pick apart mm -hmm. comments, and would it not be better with a lot of these systems to encourage people to give feedback by directing them uh, kind of to, to um, construct their comments through various boxes? So things like, okay, so what, you know, what feedback do you have? How could we improve on this and make that something that people have to respond to even as like a, a slight measure because we all know that there's not any kind of like there's, there's no definitive answer of how to make any of these uh any of these ways of giving feedback better right there's mm. no definitive like here's what we can do to make it better because again you're either limiting your pool right or you're letting everybody in there there kind of seems to be no well i mean no carry on <laughs> Would it would it be possible, do you think, to be able to get people to construct their feedback better by pointing them in various directions and making sort of forms rather than just a free form? Here you go, put whatever out there. Well, I mean, there's an in, I mean, the sad reality is is that the way to actually solve this problem is to have a legitimate forum that's off Steam or off the Steam reviews page, which you then respond to and make little changes to make it seem like you're paying attention while scrupulously ignoring all the things you don't want to change so people feel like their voices are being heard in a way that is nearly irrelevant. So yes. basically manipulating your entire game-playing public by, by, do, by doing little changes. So, for example, the mod thing, right? They don't bring back the mod thing. They don't want to bring it back. But... A whole bunch of people mentioned about wanting new skins for the player characters or something. Ah, uh, but we've put in all these new skins. The sad reality is that the public would applaud them for paying attention to the forums and they would ignore the major issue. Yeah, yeah. smoke the mirrors, isn't it? So should you just manipulate the game-playing public? Probably, because they are acting like they deserve to be manipulated. And a lot of them probably won't understand why or why not various changes can or cannot be implemented right yeah a lot of them just uh, well, aren't we, able we to understand sort of mechanical balance and things you, like that yeah do you have any idea of the infrastructure we would have to alter in our game to do the thing that you want that's literally 24 months minutes. work <laughs> minutes totally fine i could do it game devs are easy no. <laughs> i don't understand why these developers need money game All devs they do is super easy. they stuff. can do it from home mate, oh, I this piss, mate. Get it in the garage I, I do this knowing that the wonderful Mad Follows games are in the chat, and and, I am and I'll sat there and I'll sat there going. Yeah, come on, keyboard and mouse support. Come on, can't be that hard, right? Come on. It's just some letters and some numbers. Just for port the game sure. to the switch already. Jesus Christ, ports <laughs> are easy. You fucking pussies. You made your game on keyboard and mouse. Make it on the switch. What? <laughs> That'll only take years. <laughs> oh, on a, as an offshoot if we could get arrow on the switch that would be really great i would really like yeah, that a lot that's, can we please do so actually it's, <laughs> as you pip it as it happens that you mentioned that i've actually personally i don't know how to make games i personally created the port for arrow on the switch in about okay. 30 minutes before the cast because it's such a piece of piss why oh, didn't good. the devs make it cunts 
I don't know, man. <laughs> I love how 11. somebody. I love how somebody in the chat is like, "Make Era run in 4K on my fridge, please." <laughs> great job. Great, great job, Mike. Great job. Right. We've spent a lot of time talking around these two points, yeah. so I think it's probably time we we rolled on to talking about oh, darkest dungeon again. Should we? Because uh, we haven't mentioned that. Are we not going back to Crimson Court? Yes, let's do that. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm I'm just gonna ugh. Adam. Go on. I need to stretch. Sorry, guys. Is what was this? What was this story? Good. Isn't this isn't story in this about? Isn't this isn't the story in this about how again? They're making the curios easier to interact with. Despite there being a wiki that says, this curio does this, and it does this if you put this item on it. Yeah, I had a good laugh about that, because they said, you need the wiki open to play the game. I was like, well, yeah, if you've got no fucking memory. Right? It's not not like it takes that much. You know, oh, you just take a curio, a trinket, and try out on everything. Oh, holy water works on this. I'll remember that one. Won't need the wiki for that anymore. Oh, I am so sick of people downvoting Darkest Dungeon because it's hard. Can I can I just draw attention though? I will come super, at them like a mighty breeze block. My my super clever joke that I made in the the podcast. We're losing the mind joke. Yeah. You That's, should yeah. you should put that. Up. I'm super super proud because that was at six a.m. this morning or something stupid like that. No, um. um the, 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 uh, Darkest Dungeon, the story here, as far as I'm aware, and this uh, this I heard about a little while ago anyway, was the push to make the curios easier to interact with, um, rather than to make them damaging. In, 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 in a lot of cases, they're going to be nerfing, as far as I can tell, the negative responses oh. to the curios, or something like that. Based on what I read in the article and what I'm hearing, it's, it's the push to make it easier. But the good thing about Darkest Dungeon is the probability is that they're going to put a checkbox I'll be like, do you want the curios for pussies or do you want the proper curios method? Right? Yeah. So you'll be able to choose. I really, which really is want, good. I really, really want the checkbox now to be labelled curios for pussies? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope they do. I will be so happy. I will never stop laughing. But they won't because they're, you know, politic. But just just but, so you have to accept that that's what you're doing. That is what you are and that is what you're doing by clicking this box. Yeah. <laughs> Take on board that you have failed at life the there second a, you open this game. I remember thinking there's a game and it's like wimp mode, like lazy mode for normal, and then actual gameplay you should play at. <laughs> yeah. I remember what game it was though. I've got well, no problem choosing the difficulty settings. Playing like on games on easy. Like I, I have no problem with that. But in a game that is built around being Darkest Dungeon has an easy mode. It's called Radiant Mode. It's right. designed for 12-year-olds. Thanks, That's I was about to start a playthrough of that because I can't do the Darkest Dungeon like what well, I can, but, you know. Um, no, I have no uh, problem just... with games putting in easy modes, but in games that are sure. meant to in- make you worry about pressing things, about using things, make you worry about using items, not using items, what's around the next corner, dear God, what's that thing that's headed towards me? Like, making it less threatening feels against what the game is designed to do, and that's mm. kind of sad. I feel like mm. watering down the the thing that builds the atmosphere best, kind of... I mean, of... I do think that like Red Hook are doing the right mechanism for this. If you have to placate to people who want to play the game not as it was intended, because the game is intended to be, as you say, mentally assaulting and threatening and build up atmosphere and horror and levels of fear and indeterminacy that's fine if you want to placate 
to people that don't want that, but they still want to play like the RPG element without all the additional psychological factoring, right? Mm. Then you build, uh, Red Hook do do this right, which they, they basically, they, 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 you know, you go to the options, you can turn off corpses, you can turn off town events, you can turn off sanity checks, you can turn off everything. Radiant mode means no hunger checks. You know, you can take all of that stuff away and just mm -hmm. play the RPG element if you like. But if you want to play it properly, you can still leave it all on. You know, that option is available for you. You're not um, constrained in that way if you wish to play the game correctly. It's not like they've gone ahead and just nerfed the crap out of yeah. the game yeah. to achieve this. It's like Quill yeah. did like with um, Don't Starve, where they put in a, hey, what would you like your world to look like? If you're the sort of person who struggles with farming, you can put in extra berries, extra carrots, all this sort of thing. If things. you're the sort of person who struggles with those stupid bird things, you can just turn them off. No stupid bird things for you. And I think that's oh, a really nice way of doing it, is to say, okay, tailor it to it you, to done. rather than yeah. just, this is easy mode, where we've turned everything off uh, for you. This is, we've decided how best... You know, you should. It's really nice to see them I mean, kind of put in all the checkboxes. This is the boxes. assumption of what I'm gonna, they're going to do with the curio thing. I mean, they're, what they've already said, what they said in your article, and indeed the other article I read, is that they aren't doing anything about it now because God, and, and you can almost hear the dissatisfaction with the forums um, in the <laughs> comments from Red Hook. It's like, well, we didn't do anything now because we had a lot of work going on. You know, like the actual actual Crimson Court DLC. <laughs> Like, seriously, <laughs> can you guys leave us alone for five fucking seconds so we can buy our DLC? Then we'll do it, all right? But it, they'll probably do it in the way that they've done everything else, which is to say, turning on Curio simplistic mode as opposed to Curio correct mode um, will be a thing that will be one of the checkboxes. That's what they did with the Crimson Court DLC, which I was both disappointed and expected to find. The second you load up the Crimson Court, it's like, oh, okay, do you want the flagellant? All right, do you want the Fnatic? All right, do you want the Crimson Curse? If you turn all that shit off, what the fuck's the point of the Crimson Court? But, At least they've not, like, nerfed the whole thing, oh, though. Exactly, yeah, so. they didn't blitz the thing. Yeah. You can turn that stuff off, and that's fine. If you don't want to have the most amazing mini-boss in the game, then turn it off. If you don't want the incredible Crimson Curse mechanic that is super awesome and vampire, you know, interweaving into your whole, into your whole gameplay because you're a wanker, you can turn it off. Okay, but you, you can turn all that stuff off. Now, I don't see the point of turning that stuff off. You might as well just play without the DLC. Can I because ask you, take... yeah, what is left of the DLC if you turn those the, off? Just, just the actual area itself. If you take all away, take away the Fnatic, then nobody will come around hunting for your Crimson Curse guys. Crimson Curse is basically vampirism. Right. And you won't get the Van Helsing guy wandering around looking for you, trying to kill you. Okay. So that takes away that big fear element if that scares you or whatever, right? If you turn off the Crimson Curse, that means your guys can't be infected. Um, you see those awful people on the screen, they give you the Crimson Curse. If you turn that off, that's gone as well. So all the infection and contagion mechanics in the game are removed. And if you turn off the Flagellant, then you don't get the new character class. But I bet most people leave on the fucking new character class and just turn Enough off the other bits, else. Yeah. Which is literally insane because the flagellant is designed to fight the other stuff yeah <laughs> it's right. like my god one is supposed to balance the other if you take away one he becomes super overpowered are you stupid <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's that's the story behind this and it, it's what we were saying before so um, so are you trying to say like well, i reckon if 
people just leave the flagellant on and turn off all the other stuff, it should just, when you start a new game, just show you a let's play of someone else just going through the game. You just get to have a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll just cut to a YouTube video where somebody <laughs> completes the game for you so you can watch the video. Oh god. And that's the cut scene at the end. Job done. Yeah. yeah no, actually I... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest it. I love the idea. They don't take your feedback off. Like, like like a like a pop up that comes right in the fucking middle of the screen. It's like, oh you obviously don't want to play the game, so here's just somebody else. Not playing YouTube. It. Send it to Twitch. Yeah, 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 just take, just link to like, my fucking channel. I've been in twenty fucking thousand there times. You go. Come but, on, watch me fucking. No, like, play. I, I agree though yeah. that people should be able to play the way that they want to play, and being right. able to tailor the experience is is good. I just I worry with a game like that that yeah, you're not getting the as as my father say, you're not getting the experience that the developers intended. Mm -hmm. uh, with something like Darkest Dungeon, that's how. They build fear and tension. You know these people are looking for you. You know that there are shamblers, like, potentially in the next room if you touch that thing. So, mm -hmm. you know, you, you have to be... Turn off the be... torch, they're potentially in the next room regardless of whether you touch that thing. Right? So, it... I, I, I feel like you're not getting the right experience out of it, but I do approve of getting people to play the game that, that they want to play it. I mean, Radiant Mode, for example, is going to get... Well, that makes me no, want to play it. No, Radiant Mode is a good idea. Okay? Like, that, Radiant that makes mode, me want it, to play it. Because Radiant I played mode it originally... dilutes just... the systems, but it doesn't destroy them. Right. Um, so there are elements of the game that are very difficult if you aren't familiar with the game systems that are toned down in Radiant Mode. So something like Hunger Checks. Now, that does mean that when you start into Darkest Mode or whatever... Suddenly you're like, what the fuck is this bullshit hunger check? <laughs> I'm walking around and suddenly my guys are hungry? Why? You know? But it does dilute it, and it is better. Especially because there is a steep... And, you know, there is a steep learning curve for Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. There absolutely is. The principle is, is that by the time you get a decent run going, you should be on about your tenth run. You shouldn't hmm. be on run number one. Which is no. why Radiant, Radiant Mode is not the same. You can get a run going in Radiant Mode basically first time out of the gate because all a lot of the elements that make the game that cause people to oh, this game too hard downvote 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 i lost all my guys because they were all hungry and then they went insane and i'm just sitting there reading the view going yes that is what it is like in you know existential horror you <laughs> moron but you know that those elements are toned down they're not removed though they're not it, it's depleted without destroying right. the experience. You will still get those feelings of fear. Those your sanity checks will still happen. You will still have people who are attacking the minds and the bodies of your party. You will still get the majority of the experience, and you'll get it in a way. And this is what um, Radiant Mode was really good for if you're streaming it. Because streaming Darkest Dungeon, if you aren't familiar with it, does mean you're going to be resetting in an eight-hour stream maybe five times. Right, mm. but radiant mode that means you're probably not going to reset. You'll probably play through your five, six hours stream mm. without having to reset, and you're getting the flavor of the game. You know, a lot of people, are, you know, will say, you know, I want to show off the game, so I'm going to play it on darkest mode or radiant mode because you're simply not going to show off the game. You know, I do when I do the Blood Moon Torches runs, people in the stream are yeah, used to it by now, but like the first three hours is probably going to be me going, nope, resetting this run. Why? Because I lost one guy. You've got 16, yeah, losing one guy in the first 10 weeks is rubbish. I'm not doing that. You know, I feel like it's... having the uh, radiant mode will encourage people to try the harder mode as well. Precisely. Instead of just yeah. jumping straight in and being like, oh my god, this is so hard. You can try it out and easy, get used to the gameplay, yeah. 
and then maybe if you want to play the DLC with the increased difficulty and then go back to the original game and get more content out of it that yeah. way. 100%. And also, Radiant Mode before the deal. No, you're absolutely right. And you make, you make oh, no. a really I don't, even, I don't even know what game it is, but I'm like, this is... No, you, you make an absolutely <laughs> correct point, because the DLC is harder than the base game. As it should be, uh, right? It, as it should be, yes. You know, and every time the Darkest Dungeon have released anything new, it's always been harder than the base game. Take the Cove or the Darkest Dungeon itself. They were always harder than the bits that came before. Hmm. Um, and the DLC is more difficult. Like, you can't specifically say that you need to be level 2 to deal with the level 1 sections and level 4 to deal with the level 3 sections, but it will certainly fucking help, right? Mm. Um, it is more challenging, and because of that, Radiant Mode, as you rightly say, will enable people to feel like they have the skill set to try out Darkest Mode. Mm. You know, they, it's a lie because they're going to get shredded within, like, 13 <laughs> seconds. Flat. But they will try it. No, absolutely, yeah. they will. And in and trial, you know, they might go on and actually develop the skill set that they need to be able mm -hmm. to, you know? And oh it... yeah, in all honesty, Darkest Dungeon's entire skill set is the skill set you need for tactical turn-based uh, games. So it's like, if you play chess, you'll be fine in Darkest Dungeon because you're used to thinking 50 moves ahead and knowing exactly what's going to happen and preparing yourself and, you know, playing the percentages and rationalising it and so on and so forth. If you're not the kind of person who's interested in working out what is potentially going to happen in this fight or knowing what the most dangerous enemy is here, because it might not be the one that looks most dangerous. In fact, usually it's not because Red Hook is shit, mm. right? The most dangerous enemy is almost usually the one that looks weakest. The little rabbit. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. You know, the <laughs> yeah. small... No, you, I mean, there is no little rabbit of death. No, I was, I was that principle is great. But... Oh, yeah. Well, no, pro <laughs> precisely, yeah. Um, that kind of concept they, they like to build in. And so you'll, you have to learn. And the principle is learning through repeated failure rather than learning through winning. Because mm -hmm. you don't learn anything if you just batter your way through the game. Like I was fighting a boss the other day, one of the new ones in the DLC, and I got a few lucky crits. So I was going, I was like, well, that doesn't help me because these lucky crits aren't something I can rely on in terms of actually beating this without taking any deaths. Yeah. So that actually makes it worse because I don't know if this party is principled to deal with this boss at this time. You know, learning through failure is the, is the concept that they're looking for. Yeah, I'm with you. So from people that have no grasp oh, no. on reality, to oh, people no. that have no real grasp on the internet, apparently, uh, <laughs> terrible so oh, segues it hurts. here. It hurts. So this, this is a bit of an, an unusual story for us to throw in. Um, because we, I know it's a bit of a wider subject. So this is Mozilla, um, basically putting some yes. hot gorilla, uh, in order to encourage people to present ideas for how to connect the world up to the internet yeah. or widely. Because uh, oh, this a lot story is cute. I, I put have... I put this in because I really think this story is adorable. Like, the story's adorable in its blinkered idiocy. Like, I, I love this. Mozilla is offering $2 million to uh, people who managed to solve getting the internet out to sort of, you know, more rural areas and opening so, up and so, that kind of thing. So presumably what Mozilla are hoping is that someone like Comcast is going to put fibre in that connects the entirety of America and then they're going to give them $2 million for their $70 billion outlay. Yep. Is that the principle here? Or... Either that or some dude with a balloon 
and a and a router. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you say work. that. You say that. Isn't that how they get uh, mobile reception out to emergency areas? Well, into like uh, Africa yeah. as well. They, they use a lot of like huge weather balloons. Yeah. But one of the things, that, funnily enough, I was talking to a dude from EE when I was having some internet problems uh, a little while ago, which is probably due to the fact that I've got EE from my broadband. But hey, that's another thing altogether. Oh no. Now they were about what they do for like mobile signal. <clears throat> so let's say um, there's like a big protest rally or something down in London because Theresa May is a thunder cunt and we've had enough of her and we want to shout about. But the politicians know, the... are available. Yeah, well, yeah, but <laughs> apparently not. No, apparently, apparently not at the moment. <clears throat> but but let's be entirely honest. So basically, during um, the, the process of that march, obviously the the mobile mass in that area would be like overwhelmed because that's way more people than they're used to handling. So what they do is they just dispatch drones to triangulate around that area. So dispatch free to like kind of cover that area. Additional, uh, uh, additional signals. So it's like each drone can handle like an extra fifteen thousand connections or something like that to it, and they kind of triangulate around the area to give that extra coverage. And that's really cool. That's like that's one of those sort of similar space solutions. Which mm -hmm. uh, obviously a drone is kind of got limited range, limited power, limited uptime, or whatever else. See, the, the, the thing I, I suppose. I mean, that's a, that's like that. That sort of blue sky thinking is entirely correct on a single time frame yeah, yeah. scenario. Yeah. But what they seem to be, uh, this, the thing I think is amazing about this story is that like Mozilla must be, must know that this story is just for their own publicity because yeah. there's no fucking way anybody is going to work out how to deliver internet to ruralized communities that costs less than yeah. the money that, that was... they're actually going to out. So the average Joe, it sounds like a good idea, but it also makes me think of, um, it was a while ago, have you guys heard of the SpaceX yeah. plan? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely makes me think of that, um, which I don't think would work. So, I mean... so they should just give it to them? For me, there were... Them the two million... <laughs> for me, there were three ways that this was going to go, right? And say, for example, that there was a solution out there that was cheaper than your two million, right? Either... As, as we've said, a big company comes along and goes, hey, we've done it. And the money's nothing to them because they're a gigantic company, yeah. right? <clears throat> or some poor kiddie comes up with this idea and pitches it to them. And this is, this is absolutely the most clever thing that they're ever going to come up with. And this is the thing that they're most like proud of. Internet's got talent. Yeah, this is the thing that they're <laughs> most proud of in the entire universe. And they managed to find this solution, right? And they get two million for it. Which and they then could have lose, sold for like a hundred billion. Then to lose all rights to it, and Mozilla take it forward and make endless amounts of I money mean, with it. Right? I'm quite cynical, so I'm like not even convinced that they'd give the two million anyway. Oh, I'm sure they would give the two million. I would think Mozilla would pay think... two million for that in a yeah. fucking heartbeat. Yeah. I think they just because then they'll sell it to Virgin and Comcast and yeah. fucking every internet provider and literally laugh as they build their house out of money. And the third way that it could go, which is unfortunately the way that, that we, we've kind of said that it will go. And it's why I like this story, because it sounds wonderful, but the reality is we're not going to find a solution. So Mozilla have put everywhere, hey, look, we're willing to pay money to make the world a better place for internet dwellers. Yeah! Please use our search engine. There we go. Yep, there it is. <laughs> 
and that's that's kind of that's kind of where we're at where it's like cheap lazy manipulation of idiots is the story unfortunately and it's sad because this is such a wonderful sounding story and it warms my heart to see them actually doing marketing that will work hey they're not going to find a solution sure but everybody's going to be going gosh are mozilla nice people and provided that they can put something decent out in the next couple of, you know, they can put another Thunderbird slash Firefoxy thing out. People are going to go, hey, you know, those Mozilla guys are all right. We might give it a go. I'm certainly going to be switching to Mozilla Firefox right now because I am totally taken in by this transparent motherfucker <laughs> of a ruse. Right. But you're not. But the less, the less like intelligent Most, of us yeah. in the call kind of, you know, we, we might. No, but it's, it's. It's one of the those problem is, is, where... is that this is pernicious, right? Mm. Because it looks cute yeah. and like a nice idea. And it does look cute. And uh, the problem is it masks the like vile corporate agenda behind Mozilla. That is, please God use our search engine. We're never going to have to pay this two million to everyone. This is free. If we get one dipshit to start using Mozilla instead of like whatever, Chrome or something, based on this then it's a win for us because no one is ever going to find a solution that actually delineates this problem ergo well done you are capitalist cunts because you are not the generous philanthropist that this article would make you out to be you are literally the worst kind of manipulative shit well played mozilla and it's potentially worse than this little kitty holding up his balloon and router going hey i think i worked it out and I've having the two million and being so pleased that he has two million. And then that technology goes on to sell for billions oh, that's and billions worse, of bi- If anything, that, oh, that's worse know. that's I... worse than them having no. Because I... then they're literally shilling someone. Even if they're like it's an adult, let's say be decent about this and say it's a thirty five year old man no, who's got I'm, a job. Totally, I'm... And take a, but no 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 no, but this is the point, right? Because it's just as bad, right? Mm. It's not made better by the fact that they're ripping off an adult for two million um versus ripping off a little kid who's like a genius Mozart level internet child, right? We've got some adult who's, who's worked out how to do this and he's like, yeah, here's how you do this, right? If that adult goes to Mozilla to get his two million rather than going to like Virgin to get his yeah. like a hundred million, I think he deserves to be scammed. Percentage, not even like fixed price. Yeah, or percentage. you know, get, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely get a percentage of it or whatever, however, it, you know, it works. It, it, it's uh, This article feels dirty. This article feels like what it must be like to be in the same room as Christina Aguilera, sort of circa <laughs> the song Dirty, when you could kind of taste the sweat in the air, that kind mm. of that kind of feeling. That is the sort thought. of level that we're at with this, because it is the most transparent kind of corporate manipulation. It's not even carefully obfuscated. So mm. that you look at that and you're like, for a second, you're like, oh, brilliant. That's a really good idea. Okay. You look at that and you're straight away like, Right. So thing. what you're saying is what? Getting internet to rural areas is a great idea. Oh, sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I, we I'm, need to... I'm, I, I, right now, I'm going to give away $10 million if anybody solves world's fucking poverty. Go on. Right. No problem. Look at, look at Adam. Let's put him on a pedestal because he's the most wonderful human being ever. He's going to give a whole I... $10 million to somebody who fixes poverty like, and, the, and you know it. the sad thing about it is if anybody actually does fix world poverty and comes with me i bet i can get a bank loan because i will then <laughs> take the, the fucking solution to every government yeah. in the world yeah. and get back my bank loan in about three seconds flat yep right 
that's the tragedy of this scenario, right? This, this actually echoes another story that's kind of vaguely similar. So um, Argos in the UK, which is like, for, for, for those who don't know, is like basically a catalogue company and you can like buy a... it's like a warehouse with a yeah you drive but... you, yeah. you pick what you want out of the catalog you 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 go on the internet and you say i want this <laughs> and then you drive to their warehouse and somebody hands it you over a counter like yeah, pretty super, much super yeah. so uh they got recently got bought by sainsbury's which is like oh. a supermarket so their argos turned to their staff and went right guys uh anyone got some cost saving ideas because we'd love to hear from you and this guy turned around and went well, well, obviously, if we fill up at Sainsbury's petrol stations for all of our vans, that's going to save loads of money. Same company. like We're not going to have to pay the extra money that we would normally pay for a surcharge on, on, on the fuel. We'll just fill up from our own people. Uh, and he went to like some meetings, and he presented the idea and whatever else, and it saved him for like one and a half million pounds, which is quite a decent bit of money. Yeah, they gave him a 10 pound gift card. Uh, as 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 a thank you, for sounds about right. Oh no! Um, it just that's it just it's the same scale. That's not very nice. Even I got more than that when I stopped it's some the thieves. Same scale, and, and they were like, "Oh well, we thought of that anyway." But you know, you, you had the same idea we did, and we we, we were going to do that anyway. Yeah, See, that's no, what I was thinking at Mozilla. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. Saying, saying saying about people, I know somebody who broke a leg stopping a thief getting out of a store. And the store bought her a new pair of shoes because she'd also wrecked her shoes. Right. Um, well, they can't buy her a new leg. I mean, be oh no, fair. she was in a, she was in America, so she paid all her medical bills <gasps> oh, and everything, no. and they bought her a new pair of shoes. Blinged out of crutches. There you oh, go. It Cheers, friend. So bad. Fucking pimp. Oh, fucking pimped her wheelchair. Like so bad. <laughs> so Monty is all up the side. It was beautiful. I tell you, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Started hanging out with rappers. Got a whole career out of it. Oh, God. But yeah, no, I figured I'd include that because, as I say, it, it it's such a nice looking story and it's a heartwarming thing. Mozilla want desperately to have everybody to have internet, and I'm like, yeah, okay. That is exactly what Mozilla want. That is precisely yeah. what that article is intending yeah. Mozilla to get yeah, everybody to have internet, provided they use fucking Firefox. Mm. Otherwise, they couldn't give a shit if you have internet. Locked in. Let me be very clear if you don't use Firefox, they don't give two tiny fucks about whether you have internet or not. In fact, they hope you don't because it decimates the market share if all chrome users stop working at the same time oh mozilla's working in chrome's not i'll switch to mozilla they would prefer that to all people having internet yeah i can see that but yeah let me let me just like strip that back for a second it's a heartwarming story for 0.7 <laughs> seconds and then it, it, it falls in yeah. and, and you realize uh <laughs> so for things that aren't really what they seem as far as value propositions are concerned uh twitch prime are kind of coughing up uh some overwatch loot crate things and i don't care um yeah it's probably good if you play overwatch i guess yeah i've seen I mean, a, i've seen a lot of people giving these away i think I my know. my point putting this in was um obviously you know we're all streamers we all you know we we all like twitch prime because free subs is a great idea uh I think the loot box things are fine, plan. I don't yeah, think it's yeah. free shit. What, what, do you, what would you guys in... like to see from the Twitch game Prime that's content? It's not a pissing launcher. I'm, I don't <laughs> want your reskinned version of Curse. I'm sick of it. Fuck off. Give me a Steam code. 
Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll do that in the same way that Mozilla will. Mm. <laughs> yeah, as, a, as an Amazon company. I... No, I mean, Twitch Prime is great, okay? It's, it's been a consistent benefit, and mm-hmm. it, it's very, very hard to argue against free stuff. Now, I don't know what's in the Overwatch loot crate. I don't I play Overwatch just, anyway. Sharon tees you a legendary. Right. A legendary what? Something. Thing. Oh, they're skins. Uh, they're skins, okay. sound bites, um, sprays. Is this a thing that you can't heroes. easily get by playing the game? So when you play the game, every time, uh, every time you you sort of level up and stuff, uh, every time you play the game, you can collect coins, and with the coins you can buy individual oh, okay. stuff. Okay, so it's a the... free thing that you might not have to buy otherwise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What I um, right. sounds what, all right. What one of my teammates said in into it, and what I think of it as well is, it's more interesting of how it's Blizzard. It doesn't right. have to necessarily be a watch, but apparently Blizzard don't do this. So for them to do it and team up with Twitch and the the blog post was much more interesting than this Prime Loot thing for me, and how uh, Twitch has got exclusive rights for two years to stream their esports. Yeah, everything. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, they found together. Yeah, yeah. So that is much more interesting than the Prime Loot, but I think that's a, like a little symptom of it. And so people are just looking at me like Ugh, Overwatch, which is what I did. But then you dig a bit deeper and you're like, oh well, actually this means good things yeah. for us. It I could mean, mean more. And bigger well, tight, uh, other big companies joining in with Prime. I mean, I was definitely of the ugh, Overwatch, but in my defense, I'm well aware I'm in the minority of people who play Overwatch in that I oh, don't okay. play it. So I'm sure that there's a bunch of people out there that were like, oh, sick, free legendary. Yeah, I, I, I did. Yeah. They, in fact, the first thing that Blizzard Draw did with the Twitch Prime was giving a skin that you could only get through Twitch Prime mm-hmm. for the priest in Hearthstone. And I yes. was very happy to have that. Yeah, we had, I, we had I, Tyrande, I was like, right? oh, I get, I get a man to be my priest guy. I get a girl. I get, I get, yeah. I can, I can be the girl now. You know, whatever. And she I, I was like, awesome. Nice. Oh, she's way fucking better. Fuck Andrew and Rin. Nobody cares about that little no, no, shit no, no, anyway. No. It's like... He was like one of the most like secretly hated characters in all of WoW. I'll have fucking cool night elf girl. Let's yep. have some of that. Yep. But no, I was happy to have that. The, the, the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was um, like guessing because I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. And she <laughs> says, you know, my beloved Tyrande, when you meet up against um, the druid guy, it's fucking rocking. Um, it's proper good, that is. But then on some months we get like pub shirts. And but it's again, I but... suppose the thing of it is, is that this is all free shit that's directed yeah. at like yeah. the only way you're going to please everybody in this okay. situation is if you give out something. That everyone can use. Right. What else is right. there about? Uh, don't forget, uh, we, we, we had skin. Uh, we uh, had the uh, we had streamline from it as well at one point, which was like, hey, yeah. have a game that not only streamers can play with their community, but you guys can play with each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of nice. stuff. Honestly, I th- again, this seems to be uh, the we seem to be heading back into the entitlement situation again. If anybody's bitching. About getting their free stuff through Twitch Prime. Their free like this stuff, loot sorry. Box. Did, did I just did free stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever it's a game, I'm like, yeah. No, I like, no, 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 I just want you to oh, see you're highlighting free. the freeness. A little bit louder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Right. You know, anybody who's whining about this, you, 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 you're coming across as a bit of a brat. Mm. Because 
it's free. Oh, I don't play Overwatch, so I'm not being supported. So, it was still free! You still get all the benefits that we had with uh, whatever it was called before Turbo. Twitch Prime. Right. Yeah, Turbo, you still get all your Turbo benefits. Well, you you still get people... the most important thing, which more. is free shipping through Amazon fucking Prime. Right, that's, the, that's my thing, is most people have Twitch Prime through Amazon Prime, right? I know I fucking do. So you still have all of your Amazon shit, because that's the stuff you pay for. You get a free sub as well. Oh, yeah. You get... you get the extended VODs, which um, obviously for partners isn't as a big deal, but you get extended VODs, no adverts! Right? Like, yeah. you, have no adverts. you don't have to suffer through the American Gods advert 6,000 times a day. <laughs> because know, that is the only advert on adverts. this fucking website the thing, right the, now. the thing that I, I always comes down to with this is that, like, Twitch Prime is universally been hailed as a good idea. Now, you can look at it in the same way that we just looked at Mozilla and be snide and be like, well, the principle of this is 100% to get people who aren't playing Overwatch to try and play Overwatch. But the difference is, is that you have, if you have no interest in playing Overwatch, being given a gold loot box will not cause you to buy and download that game, right? But if you already owned Overwatch, yay, free, whatever the fuck the thing is that you get for free, right? Brilliant. There have been free things, as you say, for pubs. I'm assuming that's just some sort of skin. As you say, there were yeah. the games. There was that, that surfboarding game or whatever. There was the fucking Hearthstone yeah. portrait. Which, by the way, I actually opened WoW and leveled a character just to, to, to 10 to get the portrait fucking seven, six to 12 months ago, whenever it came out. I re-leveled a character just to 10. Hadn't opened WoW in two years and just ran around doing fetch quests just to do that for six hours. So I'll take Twitch Prime over that every fucking day of the week. Well, I, I just ran around <laughs> Goldshire like a twat doing right. stage quests until I yeah. got level 10 and then immediately unsaw and installed the game when I knew that I had oh. my new portrait. Um, I wanted uh, oh, sick wanted wizard it. skin. I mean, I, the, I, I always... No, if you like WoW, that's not a criticism. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. WoW. WoW is fucking boss. I'm WoW was like the fucking... <laughs> WoW's still the fucking all-strider in terms of MMOs even this many years later. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be kind of devil's advocate here and the thing is... Prime uh, is free and there's extra stuff that you get by having Amazon Prime and linking it to your Twitch account. It's also specifically there so Amazon can link buyer patterns to people sure. that yeah. do things on Twitch and whatever else. So, at least that's a quid pro quo arrangement, right? Yeah, like, but you, like... You gain something free. and so you have to put up with adverts. Yeah, I mean, it's it's free, yes, but it also is specifically there to provide a very, very valuable service. Yeah. Oh, Amazon. nobody thinks Amazon are losing here. Free. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nobody yeah. thinks Amazon are losing out here. Their Twitch I mean, Prime thing is, is so good because it does seem like a great idea. And in every way, it is a great idea for the consumer. Plus, Amazon make a fucking mint as well. So it's so that's yeah. that's almost the perfect system. It's almost the opposite of the sneaky Mozilla system, which is only gain for them, right? Yeah, because, true, true. Yeah. because the gain is there for the consumer. The free Twitch Prime, the free whatever the shit is in the loot box this week. All that stuff is there as benefits for the consumer. Mm -hmm. And the negatives from the consumer are, broadly speaking, that your information is then database-based. And you can then be tacked by Amazon, specific advertising and uh, statistics and mapping and so forth. Which is all huge benefit to them anyway. But we don't lose anything mm -hmm. in terms mm -hmm. of having Twitch Prime. We only gain. And Amazon may gain more. And they do, and, of course yeah, they do. It helps corporate their, uh, enterprising. But, but yeah. it, it helps their look as well, because a while ago they had a lot of negative feedback on Prime because of it. So 
linking it up with these different services is, is you know helping their their vision a bit um yeah yeah oh, no. so I, mean, it's, 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 I, I like it google does but the i wouldn't have got thing. it beforehand like i mean honestly i'm i'm ambivalent to what they put in the loot box until it becomes something i specifically want mm-hmm but the second it becomes something I specifically want, I'll be like, woo, loot box, you say? You know, <laughs> the fact that like the previous 10 like prime releases, I've been like, eh, you know, whatever. I always take the, the second game. that one pops up, I'll fucking have it. I'll be all over that shit, you know, if there's something I actually care about. And if there's nothing I care about ever, I still think that there's always going to be someone who cares. Like, I know this because I've had hundreds and hundreds of people in the last two days popping up in the chat going, hey, has anybody got a free Overwatch loot box? <laughs> And then you know they get banned immediately. But that's a little tedious, yeah. Or the, no, the I've not had it. Like, slews, slews of RuneScape or the NBA coins as well. Mm. Loads of people begging for that. Mine, yeah, mine just get like mine just disappear because I don't use them. Like, no, but you know, there's <laughs> people popping up, so people obviously do care about it. Yeah. You know, people want the thing that they're putting out there, and again, they're putting it out there for free. Now, admittedly, a skin costs Blizzard a quarter of a nothing to make. So it's fine that they're putting out something for free that is nearly free for them to do anyway. And they'll recoup more in terms of people playing the game and visibility and whatever. And da, 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 da. It doesn't matter. There has to be a quid pro quo arrangement in these scenarios. No ca- capitalist edifice is going to be like, you want some free stuff? Here you go. What do you get out of this? Nothing. You know, that's not going to happen because they're right. a capitalist edifice. They're not a fucking charity. Um, yeah. You know, it's, so it comes down to the point when finding that balance between giving the consumer something they want in return for their marketability, their data stacks, their ability to advertise specifically, the visibility, whatever aspect that they're particularly levying from this is done in such a way that the consumer gets something literally and specifically targeted beneficial to them. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't mind getting something you know having my data which is already there because i've already got amazon prime anyway um it doesn't matter to me at all if they're going to start giving away free stuff in fact i think that's good well if uh, the only thing you're doing is acknowledging the linkage between the two which to be honest is probably already made through the cookies that they throw on your pc anyway i'm fucking sure it is absolutely you know i mean in terms of what we would want from twitch prime it's the question of whether or not you're going to please everybody or you're going to keep targeting pleasing a different group Wait, each time. But if you, you specifically, right, if you could have anything sort of Twitch Prime out of out of Twitch Prime, what would you want specifically? I would like a free indie horror game every month, please. <gasps> that, would save, that would save me right? money. No, but this is this is the point, right? I, you know, I'm, I'm if I'm thinking about me specifically, yes. rather than me thinking about the benefits of the community or whatever like that, I'd like my interests catered for. But then they'd have to know my interests, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I'm, uh... you know, I'm not arrogant enough to think that my interests are more important than the interests at large, or that they're ever going to take a position over, like the majority as a whole. Okay, but thinking in terms of that, I'd like to see a get. You know, the game thing was probably the best thing. You know, I had no interest in playing the little surfboard game, but I thought it was really cool that they gave it out mm. so that everybody could get a free game. That's great. Free game for everyone. Free games? Beautiful. All right, yeah. Take all the free games and I just leave the loot because I'm like, I don't play that, I don't play that. Yeah, I don't play that's, that's but I'll take all the free know? games and I'll I mean, in terms of Twitch as a whole, like emotes is the most obvious thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You've got Twitch Prime, so you get a free emote. 
Only in the same way that like if you buy Darkest Dungeon through my link or your link or whoever's yeah, link, they have the, you'll get the, 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 thing, the, the goblet emote that you can't get anywhere mm. else. Mm. Um, and th- this I like for that. An awful lot. I think that's yeah. really good. It's the same with um, uh, Atlas Reactor. If you buy mm. Atlas Reactor crates, you can get various bits and pieces. You get emotes and, and bits yeah. and bobs. That's, that's what that's Twitch neat. Prime can do that will give everybody something they can viably use. Yeah. You know, give them fucking PogChamp, you know, or whatever, mm. right? Like, oh God, can you it, imagine it, restricting oh, PogChamp? Can you imagine the screaming if Twitch Prime moved PogChamp you know to how reward? Much, how much money In fact, I want them to do it. I want them to do it so much. Just so Kappa. That's even Cap- better. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking Kappa. of Kappa. Put Kappa behind move a paywall. Kappa into a Prime thing yeah. and watch people fucking lose their minds and yeah. start self-harming on cast. Yeah. I Everybody cannot wait. Kappa in the chat no. while you still can. <laughs> but no, that is what, if it, in, in terms of Twitch Prime, something that is universally apply, uh, applicable, right? Emotes. Uh, aspects yeah. like that that you can use across Twitch would be mm-hmm. the most logical thing to um, put in Twitch Prime. And that would, of course, generate revenue and sales. But they don't need to do that sort of thing right now because they've got people like Blizzard who are power gaming uh, them forward. And Blizzard, uh, you know, let's not be silly, Overwatch, Hearthstone, wow. All right. You know, that covers 90% of the game playing market in some way or another because I don't play wow anymore. And I don't, I've never played Overwatch, but I sure as fuck play Hearthstone, you know. And I know, and there, there are people that that's going to cross. You know, you know, those three games are going to hit so many people at once. You just have cross-contaminating thingies because I'm sure that gaining legendaries gains because because Blizzard do this for everything. I'm sure that gaining things in one thing means you start to unlock things in other things because Heroes of the Storm did that for a while when you got card backs for mm-hmm. playing Heroes of the Storm and you got mounts in WoW for playing yeah. Hearthstone and yeah. you got this portrait in Hearthstone for playing WoW. And yeah. so, you know, they do that all the time. So I bet it's going to dovetail in and you cover the entire marketplace with Blizzard shit mm-hmm. in some way or another. The very least, I know what Overwatch is. You know, if they're releasing a, a game I've never heard of, I'm looking at it, I'm going, well, I know what Overwatch loot is. I don't, I've never played the game, but I, I'm totally well aware of it. Yeah. And if, if, you've, if you've played it before and you've quit, it will encourage people to go back mm. in. It's the thing. Um, if you had fun but didn't have the time, you're going to reopen that shit. Like, hey, it's free. Oh, I may as well play a match while I'm here. Knock it out. Yep. I've already owned the game. I'll sling it, re-download it. Yep. Whatever. We've been doing it with Hots recently. Uh, Hots has been very... Um, if you play X amount of games with friends, you can get this character here and this character there. And I'm like, yeah, okay, we'll play. And then eventually it was, we all meet up for Hots? Yeah, cool. All right, catch you later. And obviously, um, if you're being cynical, the fact that the, the, the month before the Necromancer was released in Diablo 3, uh, something heavy Blizzard visibility occurs on Twitch is not in any sort of coincidence. <laughs> like, oh, the Necromancer comes out in, what, do... three days? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the loot crate came out two and a half or three weeks ago. I don't see a fucking link. Blizzard are terrible at marketing. They should feel ashamed. Really bad. Really everything. bad at staying in the public eye. They do not know how to maintain no. visibility while like, Hearthstone hey, Global Games goes on at the same time. And... Yeah. You know, whatever the fuck's happening in WoW at the moment. I'm sure there's something. There's always some shit. There's going a, uh, not really. at the moment. There's a Blizzard event. Uh, oh, yeah. Hots a, a Diab- the there's a Diablo well. event for Hots right now. Mm. So. They know what they're doing. They're not stupid. Oh. And it's good to see. Oh, God, no. I don't have a problem. I, I have no issue with um, companies carefully marketing themselves in a way that re- re- relies upon the consumer to pay attention and care. Hmm? It's when, it's when, if they do anything like super shady then it becomes a different matter but if they're just being visible 
That's yeah. how you succeed. That's yeah. how Brit Blizzard has, have succeeded for 25 years with only five fucking games. And again, if they want to be visible by going, hey, here's a thing you can have. Yeah, enjoy this. Enjoy this. That's cool. I will take that in both hands. Thank yeah. you. Here's an event that we're putting on mm. to remind you that Diablo is a game. Yeah, off you go. Yeah, yeah happy yeah, with that. The... That's fine. Also, they're releasing the thing that everybody in Diablo has been screeching about since Diablo 3 came out. The lack of the necromancer. They're finally doing the thing, you know. It's fifteen pounds. Fifteen doesn't surprise me. That's yeah. what I would expect them to put to charge that because people will yep. pay it. Because people yeah. will you know? pay it because I'm gonna buy released, the HD fucking remake of Brew War, the fucking millisecond that comes out. I will be waiting, sitting there to buy that shit and download it. The moment that gets released onto Battle.net, I am ready for that shit. <laughs> and I've got Brew War on my PC right now. Oh no. <laughs> You know, that, but no, everybody will, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It really taps into um, the thing that advertisers are really keen on getting at the moment because it's really key to getting the message across, which is direct user interaction and, yeah. and, and occupying that user and keeping their concentration. Much the same way as they do the, uh, the ads for bits on Twitch. It's it's not quite there yet, but you know you have to click into the advert or yeah. for you to interact with the advert in order to get your bits and to get stuff pro pro progressing through and whatever else with that advert. Oh, comrade, uh, that's because the pound has taken a nosedive because Brexit's a cunt storm. That's why fifteen pound and fifteen dollars is nearly the same thing. Is it so yeah, bad? It was one twenty-seven yesterday. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I tell Actually, you, oh, we're we're not complaining because that just means we get more money. But, right, but wait, so, I always know, get the pound can continue to nosedive against the dollar. I hope it becomes the same fucking thing. I will laugh my fucking tits off the day that happens. Yep. Theresa May, continue to screw us, please. I'd love to get. It. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, there's, a, there's a correction for you. Sorry, it is fifteen dollars, but apparently they are leveling the price at twelve ninety nine here. Twelve ninety nine. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Um. Not my my brain okay. is not happening in conversions today. I do apologize. <laughs> do you play Overwatch? Uh, do I play Overwatch? Time for August, I do, yeah. right? Well, if you let me whisper, I'll send you my code for it. Okay. Can you DM yeah. it to me? Don't do it now, because I'm desperately trying to remember to change the video every now and then, and it's not happening. Uh, I'll just speak to your Twitter. Yeah, speaking of switching videos, it's time I did it again. I don't know what so, we're going to play um, for this one. Uh, uh, next topic. Oh, do, you, do you want to introduce this one? Because you you may have more yeah, knowledge around I, it, I Pip. Take kind of, it all. I kind of... Um... I'll put I'll put the paradox video back up for a second. Um, I kind of saw this and I, I didn't. It, it kind of struck me as one of those things where I'm like, well, duh. Well, duh. Um, it's recently <laughs> I like this article. it's recently come out in a in a study um, that playing video games has complex uh, sort of consequences uh, to do with your your brain and how your your brain works. Um, the Open University oh, of Catalonia, okay, Catalonia. Uh, and, and the Massachusetts General Hospital, uh, were looking at how video games affect the structure and activity of our brains. Okay. Soon you're going to be telling me that exercising builds muscles. Right. So I looked at this <laughs> and I'm kind of looking at it like, do people not get it? And they they basically they they uh, they came up with with two things. Um, one of them was. Uh, a, a negative consequence in that video games can be addictive uh, and apparently, I didn't know this, apparently we call that internet gaming disorder. 
No, they we, 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 we certainly game. don't. Call I, I was, that. They I, might. I, I was I was hoping it was going to be IGN for a second there, like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is way better. We yeah. should change it. Uh, no, you don't get gaming neuroses, something like that. <laughs> but also, yeah. video games can increase the size and efficiency of brain regions, um, sort of relating to uh, visual, uh, spatial mm. kind of uh, skills. So that yeah, people use them for like. Hasn't been a thing for twenty years. That is news to like, me. I don't. I don't understand. This came up in my newsfeed this week, and I didn't. I, I had to look at the date on it because I'm like, is this genuinely <laughs> from 1984? Yes. Yeah. Uh, how how is this a thing? It 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 reminded me of like um, everybody's been saying um, that since I started working out in January, I've changed shape massively, right? And everybody, no fucking shit. Everybody's always said that because I played point and clicks as a kid, my logic works slightly differently to everybody else's, and my puzzle solving skills are good. I'm good at thinking outside the box. And I'm sat there going, that's, no shit! <laughs> that's why you rub things against other things all the time when I see you pick. That's why. It makes sense now. There You're there with the tea bag and the bag of uh, the bottle of milk, just, just rubbing it together, seeing that. Pretty sure how it works. I kind of. I don't understand why these articles keep coming up and why we again i don't understand oh, why the, we the, give the, them... the reason these articles keep coming up is to continually have positive mm. um media presence in the gaming industry who is definitely the people funding this to backlash against potential negative gaming industry i mean feedback. look at look at the controller that's in the picture the controller saying. is in the picture. Is it? Is it actually a NES controller or what is it? No, it's, no. A, it's an Xbox. It's an Xbox One pad that is powered on, and they're holding oh, yeah. it in the correct yeah. way, rather than the article I saw the other day that had N64 controllers in it, and they were holding them on the sides. And I'm like, <gasps> I saw that. Why is it N64 like that? You see it, and someone's like holding their controller like this, going, "Oh." I was looking for my my N64. It's good over there. Um. Did you see the yeah, other? And they're holding it on either surprise. side, and I'm like, who played the N64 like that? This will be the controller with the gun stick on the bottom, right? <gasps> and I'm like, nobody <laughs> did, yeah, nobody did that. Everybody held it to the right. So you had one hand right on the right, one, one hand, hand in, in the, the middle, middle, and one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Nobody held it like that. And you see these old PlayStation adverts, and this is something that, that really irritates me. These adverts where kids are playing video games even though the controller sat down in front of them and the game's going in a non-demo mode. I'm just like, sorry, it's one of those things that... that it's, yeah, it's one of those things like if you're watching a TV show me. or something and someone sat there playing like... Um, I, I remember it was uh, Coupling. Uh, that, that, it was a show from like ages and ages ago and they were like, uh, make, make them do the crawl action. They're going... <laughs> Oh my god. Um, there you go. Are the studios run by people who still call every game, uh, uh, every video game, a Nintendo? <laughs> my my mom, my mom still calls every console I own uh, either a Sony uh, or a Nintendo, and every Pokemon. Oh, she's progressing then. Yeah, every Pokemon is a Pikachu. <laughs> In in okay. fairness, every Pokemon is a Pikachu, right. so fuck that noise. It's it's, it's wonderful. It's it's wonderful. My mum was pretty good with that. Like she loved Jigglypuff, so like Wait, that's so porn star what? The the thing is, right? My mum has finished some of the most difficult Zelda games out there. She's really fucking good at video games, but she has like 
no understanding of the industry as a whole or anything outside of what she's played. So I like she... you tacked on Zelda to the most difficult. It was like some of the most difficult games out there. It's like no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Some of the most difficult like Zelda games. She's got a, a Wii U, right? And she loves the Wii U to death, and it's her Nintendo box. <laughs> and she plays sure. the games on right? her Nintendo yeah. box, and she's That's definitely frightened games. of going of doing like online Mario Kart in case people are mean. Oh, because in, in people, her defense, people, people who play people video games shit. on the internet are mean, and I'm like. But mum, it's Mario Kart. It's it's a it's a family game. And she's like, no, I've seen you play. No, Mario no, Kart. no, no. She's have actually you, dead you right. To an it should be a family recently. game because your mum's oh, like geez. nailed the shit. She has definitely nailed the whole multiplayer interactivity on the internet down cold. Because in like twenty percent of cases, you'll find people who are nice, and eighty percent of them will in fact be cunts. So she's right. Right. Mario Kart or not, fucking bubble bobble or what? Play against my nephew. It's gonna rip your new one. <laughs> Amazing. Right now. Amazing. But yeah, I kind of, I, I, I brought it up to, to sort of like, th this, I brought up this article because I'm like, this is great because we're seeing more of these articles come through where gaming has positive things. But I kind of wanted to ask you guys two questions. One, like, is anybody ever surprised by these ever anymore? I do am they, surprised. Do they work? Do these convince people outside of the industry that gaming can be good? Secondly, yeah, what the shit people. is internet gaming disorder? Oh, well, that's the it, same kind of logic that having a trauma therapist uh, puts in place. Um, just kinda, it's it generating have to be, medical buzzwords for... It doesn't nonsense. have to be online. That's what's annoying. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, like, and you know, anything that kind of even dissuades one person from thinking, you know, I've played fucking Snake once, and then I'm ninety-seven percent more likely to shoot out down a school. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of on board with, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But it it does kind of belabor the point, doesn't well, it? Well, again, like, this is just pandering to morons, um, which yeah. is something that I know has to happen to get across a point because you know you can't rely upon people uh, especially in current culture to spend time researching an issue and thinking about an issue and giving any due process or critical thought to a concept but of all people are more stupid than average <laughs> i mean i i looked at the uh, article and i was surprised how short it was like in itself <laughs> and i was kind of like, oh where's the rest of it keeping on we scrolling spent 20 minutes discussing like, this and decided yeah you're right yeah <laughs> it turns out that, yeah, fine motor skills are improved when you do fine motor tasks. I was surprised to learn this. There's one dude soon... like, Look, I, I, I've fucking got this. I, I played Crash <laughs> Bandicoot for half an hour. Soon the article, like, you know, taste receptors for salt are fired when you eat salty foods <laughs> comes out. And we all go, yeah. Although I got to the point where uh, when I was playing games that wouldn't, like, my keyboard hand was a lot more what's the Just word dexterous. usable the dexterous yeah then my other hand so i would be at work and like spinning pens around trying to get my hands back on the same just crushing walnuts just because you like, can this is fine <laughs> and i would just stand there at work like uh, 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 do shit like that all the time then work harder i love i love how everybody on on itunes just went Sorry, I dropped a pen. So no, it's not an actual pen. It, it, it always it, no. That that surprises me though, because I mean, I have got I've got shit joints as we all know, and um, me too. Uh, my doctors my were like, okay, so, so take so take like 
do do like more crochet and do like you know play more of your video games because that'll get your hands moving and it'll sure. start to strengthen them up better mm -hmm. and Go everybody run, was like oh well, you have to dancing. rest them and i'm like precisely like my joints... you want to lose weight learn pole dancing my... you want to increase strength in your upper and lower body is your upper and lower body stronger now i bet it fucking is yeah. Yeah, right, you've, got, you've, you've got the musculature of somebody who exercises regularly. Right. Weird. It's one of those things where like my joints are wobbly as shit because uh, all of my connective tissue isn't built properly. So I require stronger muscle tissue. So sure. I'm going to sit there and do nothing, clearly. Yeah, that's, well, that's yeah. probably yeah. the best course of action is for me to sit and cry about the fact that I have EDS and that it's never going to get any better. Like, it's, it's dumb. It's not news. It's it's what was known perpetually. But mm -hmm. it, again, you know, the media forefront for... This is part of the publicity arm of the gaming industry that is positively trying to put itself in a, in mm -hmm. a light to combat negative, which is fine. You know, that it has to be done in this... Uh, in the current climate that we're in, there has to be positive media um to combat the negative media that will come out eventually i'm sure there'll be a school shooting that will get blamed on cod at some point in the next year or so oh you mean again um, yeah again yeah you know because apparently it's not enough you have to do it every six months otherwise people forget mm. that yeah. uh, video games are the root of all school people. shootings yeah. obviously yeah um you know like in south like in south korea where like 90 percent of people play video games and they have school shootings never like that statistic that people don't like to bring forward you know yeah. south korea the most peaceful country in the world oh everybody plays video games there it must be a there must be a causal link is there a causal link no 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 it's, it's like uh when professor layton was coming out and they have you know all this positive feedback about it help, helps your brain and fight off alzheimer's when you're old and so having a I mean, it is shitty, but having the positive reinforced continuously. Yeah, it's, it's nice to, to see it, like, coming out continuously. But if it could come out of uh, a slightly more credible source, if it could come out, like, as a as a well-written journal article, mm -hmm. rather than... Oh, there'll be, there'll be actual yeah. journal articles, but nobody reads them. There's this a review here, I was about to look at it. I, I read them. Uh, yeah, me too. Okay, it's fine, right? But don't, no, don't worry. Okay, but <laughs> as long as I'm not the only sado in the call, that's that's no, fine. No, no, it, it's fine, right? But like ninety-five percent of people will not seek out a journal article. Ninety-five percent of people won't know how to read them, which is unfortunate. Well, quite. Um, so they have to have this sort of bite-sized dipshit version, mm -hmm. so that the main points can be get across for anybody that just clicks on it, but their attention span is like a minute and a half long, and they haven't got the time. And they're basically already looking at the adverts below as they're sort of scanning through the article and then they click on one of those and they're off looking up the 10 most celebrity bikini shots ever, right? <laughs> Five things you never knew about video games. Like, you won't believe what these, life these, looks like now. The, yeah, these fucking, you know, the bullshit newsfeed garbage that floats around that cause you to just skip through it. But this is, this is how it is. So you can, you can see why they make it bite-sized. Right, but I think there's a simplistic. way to, to make it rather than, hey, it, it affects you, the brain that allows you to do stuff. Sometimes you can get addicted. Oh, sure. But yeah. again, I suppose this, like... is, this is the... Is it, no, you're right. But what we're doing is we're dealing with this in the... We're looking at this going like, what? If you exercise a muscle, no matter what muscle it is, that muscle becomes stronger? If you build a wall, you have a wall? Don't tell me <laughs> that. Whereas um, I would quite like articles to come out to be like, so, you know, 
gaming actually has these positive connotations that, that then echo in society in X way and gamers are responsible for X thing and this is a medical... Oh sure, like... but already you've gone too far down a sociological rabbit hole, right? You're right, again, and in an ideal world you're absolutely correct. But already, the second that you, you, you move beyond gaming is nice, good, yeah, right? <laughs> you already lost 70% of your audience. Right. Yeah. The Seems second you fake. start talking about Not neuroreceptors sure. and transmitters, which is what the brain activity is actually doing, like neuron firing uh, when you're activating reward systems in your brain, which cause you to learn and become better at a thing. And then that's why you continue to do the thing, because, you know, the rewards and transmissions going on. The second I start talking like this, no one's listening anymore. Sorry, what? Thank you. <laughs> no, but this is this. This is it, right? <laughs> This is the reality that we're in. So you out think... that window, Sam, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, I was just thinking, I think, we have to say, you know, gaming might get you addicted, right? But they're not going to talk about pattern recognition in that statement no. or anything like that because that's going to immediately lose the audience. Right. But then, then at the same time, like, this, this kind of falls into... It's, it's a historical thing, right? But everything is scandalous when it's vaguely... And I, mean, I, and I stress the word vaguely new. You know, women going outside the household become hysterical because they can't understand things that aren't looking after the home and, and whatever else. And then as time has gone by and we've kept laboring that point and people have, you know, railed against that point, it's become more and more normalized that women are allowed to do things like have jobs and such frivolous things. Or like, you know, you don't got, give uh, them the same money because fuck women, right? All right? Yeah, of course. But or, you know, like uh, reading books at one point was yes. like an, an unfavorable mm. thing to do and it was always you know it was so scandalous that they would make you a ridiculous human being consumed yeah. by hysteria and then yeah. music came along and music listening to certain kinds of music was scandalous and would fill the you with some kind of strange hysteria and then various other forms of music came along and did the same thing but the last music was okay now because that's all gone and it's fine because me and schoolmaster are fine here because we can't suffer from hysteria it historically being something that you guys have oh right yes no of course women and we all it know being how based you on the word hysteria uterus. in women hysteria right? comes from the womb yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And we all know what we get is righteously angry you guys get hysterical yeah uh, but you I know, wish, I wish I wish this were not even a semi-true conversation that would <laughs> I can problem, imagine other people the having. It's the sad thing <laughs> about this is, is that 50 years ago, I could actually say we get yeah. righteously angry and you get hysterical without it being a bit yeah, of a gag. Everybody be like, <laughs> yeah, it, and I'm there like, oh. The the problem is, you guys are okay with this. Tash and I are now like, unfortunately, thinking of the various metal implements that you you could use to cure hysteria. And I hurt a little bit right now, so I'm just gonna sit yeah. here and. But yeah. But but my point is like yeah. it's the <laughs> same kind of progression through time, and it, it, you know it takes as much as this article is probably about as much use as a limp dick at an orgy uh, in the grand scheme of things. Like it's... I've always enjoyed chocolate teapot. Chocolate firecrackers. Yeah. Fire yeah. Fire screen. Just, 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 okay. But like, you know, like whilst it's not going to we came from different worlds. <laughs> but like it's not necessarily gonna impact anything directly from this article, but it keeps up that that pushing, that 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 conversation that keeps the PR alive, which is the key of it. Yeah. And you know, through the course of time it will normalise and it will normalise and then it'll be, I don't know, 
plugging yourself into the internet to have sex with an alien lady or something like that, and then that would be scandalous. Kids nowadays. Terror was a race, and and then uh, that will eventually normalise, and it's the same thing. Back in my day. We had bartending <laughs> waifus and we were happy. Should we move on? We had to go to a massage parlor for that sort. Of... Oh, good grief. Let's talk about our game recommendations of this week. Let's do oh. that. Let's not talk about this anymore. Thank you, Tash. I've just had your message. Sorry. Let's talk about something nice. So speaking yes. of dark things, what have you been playing this week, Adam? I mean, mostly Hello Kitty. Obviously. <laughs> don't have a video for Hello Kitty, fuck you. The other one, the other one. Oh, all right, mostly Kirby's Dreamhouse. Oh, uh, Dreamland, you were really close. It's actually a really I could game. barely give a fuck. Like, no, it's really good. <laughs> Kirby's Dreamland was like really... I'm going to shut up. Yeah, but it instead of playing as a little pink still. testicle who sucks things in, I've been playing primarily you couldn't Darkest do that. Dungeon. You couldn't do that in... Um, what? Well, you couldn't take their powers... In Kirby's you couldn't suck them in as Kirby. No. Well, you couldn't take well, their powers. What now. the hell is the point of that game? In, isn't that the primary mechanic? The fact that he sucks stuff in never, and inflates. Never mind. Never mind. Like Talk Yoshi. about Darkest Dungeon and horrible things. Is this a nice game? Why should people play it? Why should people play Darkest Dungeon? Basically to prove that you're not an internet pussy, steam whining, <laughs> crybaby, 14-year-old fuckhead. But more important, no, this game is a hardcore Lovecraftian RPG. It's designed to generate psychological challenges that other games overlook uh, a level of stress and fear not usually noted outside of a horror game is generated in this experience and it is something you need to be experiencing for yourself and you should play it on radiant the first time that you play it absolutely you should you shouldn't jump in if you in fact if you jump into blood moon you'll fail and you'll just you'll just uninstall the game you should yeah. you should you should play it on radiant and Get the flavour and get the feeling, and if you continue to love it, you should move forward because this game is a masterpiece in the genre. If you give it the chance and play it through as you should start it, which is on easy mode, because easy mode in this game is still like hard mode for every other game. I guess easy mode in this is basically the tutorial almost. Like, honestly, radiant mode isn't played, even the tutorial. Every time That's I've the... played the tutorial, which is the bit where you take the two dudes through, yeah, in the normal yeah. mode, I've killed one of them every single time without fail. I hate that everything was, I mean, about that. That, that tells you work. so much about me. As but a... no, you know, this is the, the reality is, is that even radiant mode is harder than the average game mode <laughs> normal level. But that's because it's supposed to be. And uh, an impassioned cry to everyone to read the cutscene, the, the little bit of text that pops up before the credits that says, this is a game about going insane and losing your mind and dealing with the consequences. Your party members will die. They will go insane. This is part of the Reading. game. I don't Sorry. know about this. That, that's always just reminded me of that one time on stream where I killed both of the dudes in the tutorial. Well played. Because that is actually, it's that is actually pretty possible. good work. Like, oh, you can absolutely die yeah, in the tutorial, 100%. Yeah, it's, and it's, the game will drop you off in the Hamlet. Like, it does. You can't hear the game sigh at you, but, but, it, but it's there. It yeah. Oh, all right. We'll give you two new characters if you're that incompetent. Um, no, and Crimson Court has added in a huge uh, amount of interesting mechanical stuff. And again, when you're playing it first time out, you might want to switch off the Crimson Court. You might want to. Certainly would to uh, you might want to not play it with Crimson Court enabled first time out of the gate because it's harder, 
And you should from the perspective of law and the perspective of completionism, but you'll find it more of a challenge, a very, very brutal challenge. And it's so worthwhile. The victory, when you achieve it, you will be like the first time you ever beat the final boss in a game when you were 10 and you ran around the house screaming and it was like the world had come finally flowing into you and you were made whole again. That's the darkest dungeon experience. How many times oh, have you been running around the house screaming? Uh, what, since then or from being darkest dungeon? Yeah, darkest dungeon mainly, I guess. Oh, like six, seven. Like the first <laughs> time I... The, the, I think there's still a highlight somewhere in my VODs of the first time I beat the game on stream where I freaked out and started to cry or something. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that was the work of like months to get to that stage. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, no, that's the primary focus we've been working with this week. And, and and the, the really uh, solid part about Darkest Dungeon as well, which I think is worth touching on, is it's a multiple run game. Like oh, even gotcha. even if you do succeed in completing the game, like there is so much or so many different elements that you can switch in, switch out, change around, try differently. Oh, you the, don't even need to beat a single boss in the game apart yeah. from the last one. Like and you like, can go through the entire game and ignore every boss, and you or you could go through the entire game and complete every boss, or you can ignore the code forever or whatever. And can I can I just say that the bosses are so beautifully designed the i think it's um what is it siren um yeah the siren who turns, who turns away who turns away if you attack her and she looks almost human for like this oh half no she, a second oh no she, she, she turns into a human when she casts her um uh alluring attack yes. that steals one of your party members she becomes a human again yeah. um but if you if you attack her at certain points she sort of flinches as if you are hurting this this sort of delicate creature rather than oh. a boss, and it hurts. It's the law of the, the of the siren is it's, brutal. Yeah, it's um, this is a little girl who followed around the ancestor, who yeah. uh, you know kept her there for a little while until she was annoying, then just... sold her to the deep ones mm. for treasure. The law of the siren yeah. is gut wrenching. That that was horrendous. We we worked that out as my way through, and and as as Dasha in the chat says, like my first time meeting Siren was a wonderful moment because I sat there in the boss fight and went, "Fuck," you know, like it, it just it, it's it's a very very well constructed, very clever game, and provided you put Quite the honestly, thought into it, it's lovely. Quite honestly, there's only like three bosses out of twelve that aren't tragic, like <laughs> the like the prophet. Uh, came to the town to uh, proclaim the evil of the ancestor um, because he'd seen the horrors that were going to that were to come. So the ancestor tore his eyes out and left him in the stocks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ancestor's yeah. a massive cunt, though. So there's that. Getting that vibe. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's no, it's a very it's a very clever, very sad game mm. um and it, it's it's wonderfully designed and it's it's beautifully written all the way through i i oh the writing is and that the once you start beating the darkest dungeon i've never or i've had very very little sort of experience with boss fights that make you feel as tense and as, as sort of still oh. as that um, when i beat the darkest dungeon on stygian for the first time i stopped talking to the chat pretty much for the entire three hours of doing it. I wasn't even looking at the chat. I wasn't responding to alerts. The mods were like, he's not paying attention. If you want his <laughs> yeah. attention, you won't get it right now. Yeah. Because the entire time I was, I spent, you know, thinking out what could go wrong in the next 10 moves and guarding against it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so from one horror game to another, 
And one of my favorites. You've picked one of my favorites. I'm so pleased. Tell me, <laughs> tell us about Alien Isolation. Tell, tell me, tell me about Alien Isolation. Why everybody I should love play it. it. Because despite it being a little bit too long, it's really good. I liked it though. I felt like it changed. It could have changed pace a little bit earlier, but um, I I am a sucker for horror movies. I always have been, and Aliens as a child was like my one of my favorite films. So having like more of the content for me is great, um, and it's really really well made. Um, it's set if those of you that don't know, it's set in between Alien, the film, and Aliens, the film, and you play as um, Ripley's daughter. So. I love that game. Um, try and you, f it's just good. Just play it. Mm -hmm. It's on sale. So you should do it. I have pop figures. I have perna beads of it. Um, it's quite, as Pip said, it's quite a long game, but it does change pace. It's a bit frustrating at times. I wouldn't play on nightmare mode if I were you. No, no. no I, I, no, no, no. I completed it on that and it took me two, do it in normal and a, first. two and a half weeks yeah. to beat it on nightmare mode. Yeah. No, There's you... a section with the lab, and honestly, if I have to do that, if I had to do that two more times, I probably would have thrown. We named him. The alien was called Humphrey. For those who don't know, um, sure. Jackie I mean Humphrey's that makes total sense. Carry on. Yeah. Humphrey is a little shit. So um, <laughs> that's what it's called. Yeah. For so, me, it was the working Joes. I couldn't. I'm. I'm not great with Uncanny Valley. Um, Uncanny Valley upsets me on quite a, a deep level and the working Joes were super super upsetting uh, and the fact that I had a tingle tuna and knew where the alien was and I'm like yeah it's up above me it's probably gonna drop down like, oh, that was fine nope not, nope, not the working Joes nope couldn't nope 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 I just love it. it's just such a I can play it all all the time quite happily I the working Joes didn't bother me they were more like oh fuck Okay, um, no. I'm in a cupboard, leave me alone. No. I think I put Could... that one at number eight in my top ten horror games of all time. Mm -hmm. oh, you did a, yeah, I did a run through of those recently, didn't you? Yeah, I've, I've got just one more to do now, but I got distracted by the Crimson Court. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, no, I, think I, I, I need dig more about horror games. But yeah, like the thing I really dig about it is like the sort of sense of helplessness you have when dealing with the actual alien. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. there's nothing you can do. Like they're, they're, well, you, you can know, drive the alien away perpetually. You can kind of go well, yeah, off. once you get it though, like in the first bit. Oh you... yeah, but the, you don't meet the only meet the alien like twice before you get the flamethrower. Yeah, but those yeah. those two those two sections are, are horrendous though, um, because oh it's... sure, well one of them is the fucking hospital section that everybody knows and hates. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. But yeah, no. Uh, if you if you enjoy the alien films, if you like running around with a tingle tuna and still getting the shit scared out of you, you know it's up above you. You know it's coming down because the tingle tuna says so. Like you. Can, can I clarify? <laughs> by the by the tingle tuna. Sorry. Do you mean the motion sensor? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, was, I, I assumed that's what it was. I never. I assumed that was what you meant halfway through, but I thought I had to clarify at one point in case this was some <laughs> other thing that you yeah, had in the chat. No, 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 no. Uh, so I could never remember what it was called. And I remember playing uh, playing Zelda and, and having somebody on the, their GameCube, like, having the Tingle Tuner. Um, so it just, it, it's, it's it, uh, yeah, it's an unfortunate thing. I'm really sorry. Same difference, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, you, you know the alien's coming because the motion detector says that, that it, it's, you know, it, it's, it's on its way. 
Still, yeah. still fucking scary. The working chairs are terrifying because they don't give a shit about anything. They're going to grab you and they're going to have you and it's just... That's rude. <laughs> it, also, it also 100% needs to be mentioned that it is the only decent movie game adaption in existence. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about that for a second, but I'm inclined yeah, to agree. Right. You, you, you can't, while you're thinking, while you're trying to think of one example, right. to, to that point, exactly. exactly. No, um, it is staggeringly realised uh, as a Alien the movie experience, and mm -hmm. it gives fans exactly what they want. There's a point right in the middle of the game, which if you've not played it, I certainly won't spoil it. But if you're a fan of the Alien game, you will literally start crying with happiness as you do a certain aspect of the game that doesn't put you in any danger, but is truly magical. Um, I think, because, like, yeah, for yeah. me, the, for, from going from watching the films to walking around and looking at all the countertops and all the monitors yes. and the, the, the little birds that drink and all that kind yeah, of, all the mugs that. scattered around and, like, it, it's genuinely a, a really Paper interesting... Paper unicorns from Blade Runner. It's super and interesting how good the to DLC walk around was. as if you're, like in film you know it was a, it yeah. was a really nice experience in that regard and yeah no, I'd, and how I'd... the dlc was a really good like homage to the do i think you mean crew oh, expendable when you say the dlc yeah. yeah yeah do i need to yeah yeah, yeah. okay well, are you a fan of alien yeah i'd play it then yeah yeah, yeah sweet do it. <laughs> Um, I just know about my granted, but yeah, no. It only takes about an hour to do. It's not long. Yeah, it's, oh, it's not long, um, but it's really good. Hmm. It's a good example of short but awesome. Doesn't Labor need to be love. five hours and crap. It, it can be one hour and amazing. Yeah, oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that. All right, should we go to something on more pleasant? <laughs> sure. Something a little um, bit we... nice, because I saw this. <laughs> I saw this during the E3 uh, coverage. And I don't know which mm -hmm. one is there. And I'm like, yes, this game can stay. I'll have this. Yep, this is the reason to buy a VR set for me because it's. Tell tell us about Moss. So you may cool. have <laughs> you may have seen this pop up in the Sony press conference. It was kind of in the middle during their sort of like little VR sequence. And I'd already booked an appointment to see it, and I was like, I'm suddenly not so convinced because they had another trailer available before that one came out that showed it off a little bit better and then that, that one's disappeared into the mists of time apparently and no long, longer exists and um so basically um you know like a sort of diorama right it's like you, you get people make like a shoebox diorama where it's like cut away at the side and then you're kind of looking into it and whatever's you know you, you put the fucking nativity scene in there or like whatever. the zelda thing yeah like yeah. the zelda thing yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like. So you're looking into the side and you've got this little mouse friend who you're kind of like taking along to do platforming a little I feel bit. Like I've seen the pipe that Pip likes about it. I'm, I'm watching it. I'm watching we've, we've, it. On we've we've reached the cute mouse who's doing things. Yeah, right. His name and, is and Quill. Like, and he's the cutest. And there's like little puzzle I'm elements terrible. and stuff like that in there as well. Um, but then also with your controller. Uh, as the person that's like reading this book, basically, you can reach into the experience and you can kind of help him 
sort parts of the puzzle or you can interact with the environment in different ways using the actual controller whilst you're controlling mouse friend with the controller at the same time getting a really and, cheap vibe yeah there was a snake <laughs> it felt uh, from what i saw of it it felt a little bit red wall but without the politics wasn't there a mouse game not uh, too long ghost ago? of a tail now it's not finished yeah. It's not finished, but that's good. That's really that, good. You should it's, it's, look it's into it. It's giving me it. that kind of vibe. Yeah, it's that. That is actually like red wally as shit. That's mm. that's really good. That's really good. Um, so the part that that really made me dig this though is I hate VR. Like I I think every VR game generally is pretty shit because we're currently in the sort of early adoption phase of VR where you just kind of get plonked into the middle of an environment and sort of go, I just play around with this shit for a bit and throw things at the wall and that's fine. This does VR in like a completely different fashion. It's not trying to make you run and gun and and therefore throw up everywhere from the motion sickness. It's it's sort of static and you're looking around the environment. And the part that really kind of knocked me for six about it was you're concentrating down on this little sort of diorama thing and then you look up. And no face. Mm. Um, yeah, I think so, but like I didn't encounter that in the demo. But like you like look up, and then there's a whole world around you, like 360 all the way around you. There's an entire world there that you can still interact with. It's not part of the core game, but it's this beautiful world that, that you're just kind of popped into the middle of whilst you're assisting this this little mouse friend through her adventures. And it's just I, I, there's something super immersive about it that. I've not ever had from any VR experience because they're mostly toss, but like it's just not something that putting you into a character's body has done so far with VR for me at all. Whereas this sort of looking on experience has really managed incredibly well for like a first time studio for their first time VR project. It's really impressive and like it, it's kind of made me think well yeah shit like there, there are some cool things that can be done with vr like this actually works i'd like alien isolation in vr and alien um, isolation in vr is all right you're not very good fine i but didn't the, even know it was out the, the, the nature of vr sorry like rifting or whatever is such that um it really doesn't the whole problem with vr is that you have to be like really you have to really have trouble getting immersed in your games naturally yeah. for vr to be a really good thing and since i never really had a big problem with using the thumbstick to turn my character to look at a different part of the world as opposed yeah. to just doing this it's it, it doesn't feel like a huge like seismic shift but some of the horror is uh, improved in the, in the oculus but as, as squall does say it's all very early days until yeah. we get actually, you know, electrodes plugging into our brain that stimulate the fear receptors, it's and, not going to be much like of a shift. Bridge freezer strapped to your forehead as well, because mm -hmm. like, that was the thing that always takes me out of VR experiences. Is I can't get past the fact that I've got a breeze block strapped to my face of varying weights. Now, and mm -hmm. I, this took me away from that. I forgot about there it. There are games that build on that though that are clever but that's a really make a helmet that you're supposed thing. to be wearing yeah there's a there's a great game for the gear as well uh called esper uh that has a sequel where you have telekinesis you activate said mm. telekinesis by doing that which is uh -huh. where the touchpad is on your goggle set 
so that kind of works but again it's 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 super it's super specific um and yeah. it's a, it's an unfortunate thing i don't do very well with vr um i remember playing the the dungeon one where there was stuff coming out of the ceiling and there was like a fire pit in the floor um and unfortunately that you walked like one square at a time which was great except that every time i lurched forward not only did i feel violently ill but my entire body would do that Mm. yeah so, well this is the issue with vr is that, yeah. that we're in uh, this hilarious point now where we've uh, increased the power of gaming to such a level that we suddenly have to take 20 years step back in terms of vr yeah. with you know the graphics are fine because we finally worked out how to do this we have to move one square oh what you mean like a game on the amiga i have to move one square at a time by pushing forward and left pretty interesting. much you know, and it will improve, of course it will. Yeah. But we won't see, you know, really legitimate VR control. Like, you know, the fucking Skyrim VR that I may have pissed myself laughing at E3 about when you have to touch the fucking thumbstick to turn around. And I was like, oh, you guys suck. I don't care. This is weak. How is this a VR experience? Yeah. As you yeah. spin around and slam 180 yeah. degrees to the, to the right. It's like, yeah, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. No. That isn't how I would. It, that, that isn't how I intern in reality. Like I'm a fucking ballerina. I've only uh, <laughs> tried VR once before it actually came out, so, like in 2015. So I'm a bit like, I have no idea. I, yeah. I'm waiting until it's not got it any gets better. good. As, as somebody <laughs> like, who tries it every Gen single 3? convention and feels sick coming away from yeah. every single convention. Although we've got Doom VR, that won't vomit. Oh, <laughs> Doom is a hard game to play, not in VR. Jesus I'm not being Christ. funny. Doom on a PC monitor made me feel ill. Be best play Doom VR then, that'd be lovely. Like, I'm Put not being there. funny. Put I do Steam down twice a week, right? And that is like absolute hell because the entire room will spin for two hours for every two minutes you spend on spin pole, right? Don't want to go anywhere near Doom because I feel like that's going to be a thousand times worse. Also, mm -hmm. I've got to say one thing about VR that is continuing to make me laugh um in skyrim for example you can see your arms when you swing through the screen mm -hmm. right uh it doesn't make it more immersive for me if my sword is floating disembodied in fucking front yes. of me that yeah. doesn't I, I can swing my arm to do it but that doesn't make it better that makes it worse but okay attachment and a similar in a similar kind of uh, vein you have to be very careful how you model said character for you to look at uh, because sure. I had a I had a porn experience at I think it was a PAX event, right? And the guys doing running the booth were like, "Baby, are you sure?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, are you sure? No, well, look, we'll go." Because I'm that kind of person, I'll give anything a go once, you know. Blah, blah. Did Did you actually get eye herpes from the headset? Or... I didn't. I didn't. I made them wipe it down before I put it on. Anyway, I don't think there's enough wiping in the world. So to, I put on, to get that I put headset on this ready for headset, me. I put on this headset. And I'm suddenly aware that I'm a man. Oh. And that was the weirdest feeling in the entire universe ever. Did you make your giblets okay. wobble? Did, did you give them a swing? I feel like that would be what? interesting. <laughs> genuinely bizarre. So you have to be super careful, I feel. Where... But inherently, therein lies the problem with VR as a whole at this time. Because, right. okay, even if they do model in someone, right? They're going to damn sure go with white for the first model, yep. right? So, so anybody who's black or a girl can go fuck themselves right out of the gate. Yep. Anybody who's Latina well, can, especially in your porn <laughs> thing, yeah. You know, 
but no this is the point you know you know it's going to be a white a white person first mm -hmm. that's absolutely 100 the first thing are they going to model in a whole series of skin tones if so what we're going to get is something like bowder's gate level um sort of circa bowder's gate fallout skin toning so there'll be a white one and there'll be a sort of a brownie one and there'll be one that's kind of yellowy and you'll be like i'm chinese am i going to use the yellowy one i guess i'm using yellowy oh i'm yeah. i am as well oh you as well yeah where are you from mexico oh six same country no problem um yeah. this was the thing i i assumed that putting on this headset i'd be given the choice right and i'm like i really don't know like, like, now oh. you know what happens when you fucking assume right? and, and i'm like boys and there's genuinely a video of me somewhere looking down into my lap going boys this isn't this isn't right like there's <laughs> There's something wrong here, and I don't. Some sort of transsexual simulator that you got yourself hooked into. Just like what? What is? So yeah, it's 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 going to be a problem regardless of of what they put in, um, because you know unless it's got legs about this big, I'm I'm never going to feel comfortable. Like it's. Well, this is the inherent issue. I've always wanted motion sickness to go with my shame and regret. Thanks, <laughs> might as well. I just. I, I mean, did you play it though? I'm kind of interested. <laughs> I have a. I have a. Sorry, that's that's going down as a potential title for this episode. Sorry, shame, regret, and motion sickness. Cool. <laughs> but going back to the cute little mouse sorry, friend. The actual yes. point. Like, yeah. Sorry. I, I yeah. Could, Fuck your mouse. I could like lean in corners and stuff and like that's something I've been doing unconsciously since I was like five sort of like trying to lean into the screen and you can actually do it and it was really cool. It does um, sound pretty interesting. Pip, please, yeah. can we, can we, what, what game have you been, please, just, just, can we get away what, from. What game have you been playing from, from a year and a half ago? Okay, so I recently went back to Dropsy um because it's on sale in the steam sale and we will chat really 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 quickly about the steam sale uh but i've been playing dropsy because i wanted to go back to playing the stuff that i actually enjoy playing um i've done so much of playing games because other people enjoy them recently and that that's shit and i hate it um bad. so i've gone back to playing things like uh point and click adventure games and honestly Dropsy is one of the best examples out there that doesn't follow the verb formula. Um, Dropsy doesn't speak. He is a terrifying looking clown. Yeah, in, in quotation marks, he's a terrifying looking clown who just wants to make everybody happy and just wants to hug everyone. Um, and the, the story follows him as uh, things in his life unravel to the point where nobody around him is happy. And so it starts to give him horrendous nightmares. Dropsy is actually a fairly solid indie horror. It's wonderful. It's actually wonderful. And you, re it, it requires a couple of playthroughs to actually work out entirely what the shit is going on. And that is wonderful in itself. Um, it's got a story that you'll get the first time through, but it has an overarching story regarding a corporation that it, it, you need a couple of goes through and you need to do some digging to actually work out what's going on. And that's really nice, I feel. Um... It's beautiful looking. It's beautiful sounding. I actually have a, uh, a vinyl version of the soundtrack that is gorgeous. Um, it's just a clown who wants to hug everything and fix everybody's problems. And that's the sweetest thing. It's actually the sweetest thing. And when things start to fall apart and he can't 
make everybody happy, he starts to get these horrendous nightmares. And it's just beautiful. It's such a such a great game and it's such a good example of a point and click game that doesn't follow the traditional verb formula and I, I, I love it wholeheartedly. It's on sale, go and buy it. Uh, if you like this kind of thing. Don't buy it if you don't like I'm, this kind I'm of thing. Cause... Offboard, you know? Ooh, like ten bucks, isn't it? Ooh, it's, it's not expensive. Hang on. Uh, da, da, na, 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 na. Let me look really quick. Right, who's going to find it first? It's seventy. Grace. It's seventy-five percent off. You can currently buy it for one pound seventy-four. Okay. Yeah, no excuse. Seriously, you can buy it for one pound seventy-four. It's wonderful. If it doesn't fuck with your emotions endlessly, I will be surprised. Um, we had the devs in when we streamed it when it came out like a year and a half ago, uh, and I genuinely cried and shouted at the developers for making me cry. Because it's wonderful and it's heartwarming, but it's also gut-wrenching as hell. So yeah, £1.74, yeah. go buy that, it's wonderful, yes. Do this. Do this, uh, do this thing. Um, shall we talk really quickly about the Steam sale while I have you guys? Well, since we're already on the subject. Yeah, uh, might, as well. might as well. So it saves me making a terrible segue. Uh, <laughs> you've stolen my funder yet again, Pip, I'm most upset. Ha! <laughs> uh, so what? But it's less a case of just talking about. Oh, have you picked up anything nice and shiny? Although we will touch on that as well. But it's more: are they still a thing that is good, and do they actually do much for the industry? Is there actually any point to them anymore? Because I don't know about you guys, but like I found over the past three years or so, they've been kind of lackluster. It's like I here have two percent off. And it's not really inspired me to go and pick up a game that I wouldn't normally try. Whereas in like years before then, there was a lot of stuff that was discounted down that I was like, you know what, for a fiver, I'll give it a try. Um, I know, man. I mean, like this Steam sale we currently got here. I mean, I'm only going to talk in terms of horror because it's the only thing I ever buy anyway. Right. But uh, in terms of this, you've got 70% off Soma, you've got 50% off Doom, 34% off Prey, which is really yeah. early release. Super yeah. You know, Dying Light continues to be in the Steam sale because no one wants it. Um, <laughs> Bioshock Collection's like a fiver at this stage, you know. Yeah. Um, you, can buy, you can buy oh, the sorry. original Dishonored, not the definitive edition. You can buy the original Dishonored for like £2 right now. Oh, yeah. You know, That's there's a, there's a whole of host game. of um, Outlast is two quid. But you know, Outlast if you've never played Outlast. Game, so don't off. <laughs> what bothers me a bit is I used to, I mean, I, I don't often play games anymore, but I used to buy a lot of games um, that I already have so that I could, you know, do giveaways for people who would be mm. watching the stream and then you could be like, you can play it too, go play it. Um, and now that they changed the gifting, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not bothered. Alien Isolation yeah. is £7.50. Oh yeah, so, so the gifting thing, it's you can't send it to someone's... You can't someone, do emails you anymore, can... you have to do Steam Friend ping, it's fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. Do, you, do you still get to keep it in your inventory though? Like if it's in, in your inventory anyway, I don't know if you can store them. That's I thought they were getting rid of the inventory. So like if, if I were to I buy something you can already, do that, no. you have to send yeah, it straight away. Is yeah. The thing, which, yeah, there's no yeah. there's no medium to do that anymore, which is slightly a pain in the ass. And That's why you can't just yeah, yeah you can't just email them out. You have to be Steam friends with people. Um, which Steam yeah, the email thing really knocks me off. Actually. Yes, Steam Friends is irritating. I don't want you to know what I'm playing. I don't know. I don't want oh, you I, to know when I'm online. I don't... I don't care about that. I just don't like the fucking having to kick somebody from my Steam oh, Friends yeah. list so I can add somebody yeah. on fucking stream so I can send them the stupid thing. This is the this <laughs> is the problem with me though. Is that I'm super antisocial. If I'm playing games for me, 
I kind of don't want people bugging me every five minutes being like, Hey, are you streaming that? Hey, when are you going to play yeah. that on stream? No, 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 no. Just, just leave me alone. I want to play video games quietly. Don't, don't. The strain is 79 pence. Oof. Oh, what? really? I'm like, whatever horror games you're recommending, I'm like, yep. All right. The remaster's seven ninety nine. We're gonna we're gonna have like a post podcast thing of just Adam writing Tasha's shopping list, yeah. basically. I love horror games. Her story is one pound sixty four. That's well worth. Oh, I think ah. I that's the that's the um, video the, one. The, the, the video, yeah, FFMB. I remember looking at that. That was really cool. Um, it's, like yeah, it's, start, it's, it's clever. Start. The best way to play it is to play half of it and then get a whiteboard and work out what, <laughs> the, what the other half of the game is going to be and then play the second half of the game. Genuinely. Uh, especially if the second half of the game falls at like 2am. So at 2am, stop playing, grab your whiteboard and your tinfoil hat, work out what's going <laughs> on and then play the second half of the game. Best oh, way to good. play that game wholeheartedly. You just like, need one of those boards with like the photos and the bits of string yep, and Yep. Yeah, I can I've got a big enough ball. So Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, um... it's it's worth. It's about the only way you'll be able to kind of keep track of what's happening and who what when where's and how's. Like it's Well it's not. I, I I I you know, I imagine you have a good memory, but I don't oh, know. I've got a terrible memory. When I played it on stream, because me being the prepared individual that I am, I just had like a horde of notes written in my chat box for the stream. And I was just like, I, I don't want to open notepad. They're all going to go in nightmares there. Nightmares is 12 pounds. If you don't know that already, you disgust yeah. me. Yeah. I nearly picked up a PlayStation actually because it was so cheap. Seriously, uh, Little Nightmares is wonderfully done. It's it's genuinely genuinely not only a feast for the eyes, but it, it's 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 great. You guys need to own that. It is. Um... Oh, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons is one pound and nine, and if it doesn't make I you cry, that. if yeah. it doesn't make you cry, you are a heartless bastard. Fran um, Bow's a fiver. Yeah, Fran Bow is wonderful. Um, and Miju the Dark Descent is two pounds, and if you've not I... played it, you're just a piece of shit, and you need to take that on board. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What game? I missed. I don't that. want I your was... two pounds anymore. It's too late for you. Amnesia: The Dark Descent is, is like the second best horror game ever made. Oh, hang on, wait, wait. Is that the first one? No, that's the first one. That one's yes, fine. First one. It was Machine, Machine for Pigs, pigs where I'm like Machine for Pigs is like the seventy-seven hundred got... horror game ever made. I got really bored. And <laughs> yeah, because like... Machine for Pigs. Is I was boring. like, I shouldn't be bored. In a horror game, that's a dumb. Uh, the Witcher Three is on sale. If you haven't played The Witcher Three, go. I haven't put the video in for this week, but I always manage to mention The Witcher Three somewhere. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, it's about time you brought it up. Uh, Nero Tomato is to... on sale. What? Go You're that. playing The Witcher Three? I need to give him another try. I got mad at him for being a prat. <laughs> Ori, Ori in the Blind Forest is on sale for less than eight pounds. Go buy that. If you like platformers, that is wonderful and sad. Um, I like these wonderful and sad. There's a whole games. host of um, games that are worth picking up if you have not played them. Yeah. In mm -hmm. the Steam mm -hmm. sale. Yeah, Dead Cells is on sale again. That's that's still in beta, but it's fifteen percent off. If you like roguelikes, it's a wonderful example of a roguelike. It really, really is um there's so much there's so much on sale this, this is actually the best sale that i've seen in a long time and while i while i don't like the fact that they got rid of flash sales and daily deals while i don't like that there is a lot in this sale that is worth picking up things like subnautica 
Subnautica oh, yeah. is definitely one. If only Subnautica would actually get released after 17 years. That would oh, be wonderful. Oh, it's not been that long. No, good point. I'll, I'll take it's away the hyperbole. Well. Two and a quarter years. Yeah, there you go. For, like, <laughs> for, what is it? In is open it beta, beta or alpha? I can't even remember. But, like, for the, the quality of it, it's so good. Oh, the, sure, the but balance it's still is a bit not released. Still. Yeah. You know? yeah, I mean, you go near the mushroom forest and you just yeah. see later frames. Yep. But... <laughs> um, the forest, the forest is on sale, and that's that's good fun if you've got somebody to play it with. Um, if you're not a fan of the the horror aspect, I think you can turn that off still. Um, Wolfenstein is on sale, which is great. Domina is on sale for less than four pound. If you run a Twitch stream, ever go buy that and get fucked over by your chat repeatedly, yep. endlessly, because they're all shit. Vanishing of Ethan Carter's two quid, which is good, except mm -hmm. for the astronaut thing. Uh, sure. <laughs> Uh, I enjoyed that. Though. Yeah, no, this Resi, Resi Seven is forty percent off, twenty three quid. Oh damn, that's a really good price for that. Actually, that's, is it? That's... No, Re I Resi was... Seven yeah. is good. I was Resi caught because great. lots of yeah. people said it's like X amount of co like length content, and I'm like, considering I don't play games very often, I want like loads okay. of hours gameplay. Resi Seven has these kind of like pockets of gameplay, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it's. It, it... It's, it's really well constructed in that you start a phase and then you end the phase and you kind of like recoup and then you start a phase and then you end a phase. So if you don't play games uh, for very long, very often, you'll find that you can still pick it up and put it down by playing those phases. There's enough content in it. It's scary. It's well, tense. Resident Evil 7 is mm. about 20 hours long. Yeah. Every if time, you're, like, you're every time like you see seven. a wheelchair, your heart's going to just uh, I finished it on day. I finished it, it on it on blind in 12 hours. Mm. There's enough there. There's enough there. And if you, like, you'll, depending on what kind of game you are, you might even want to go back and look at things again. Oh, shit. Okay, best deal ever. If you haven't played Transistor, you like top-down games, you like good soundtracks, you like aesthetics, go and look at Transistor and buy it. It's less than... Oh, it's £2.24. Transistor yeah. is a magical game. Absolutely magical game. And it broke my heart. It literally ripped my heart out of my chest and stamped on it repeatedly. It's wonderful. Oh, I have this. What, Transistor? Uh, yeah. Play it. Listen to the yep. soundtrack. Fall in love with mm -hmm. it play it it's just the first tag is great soundtrack yeah female protagonist yeah. yep she's she's a singer and they've taken her voice transistor's oh. uh bastion's next game yes yeah. yes um i've got a, a double but it doesn't have album build the walls so fuck transistor <gasps> but it but it has <laughs> no it doesn't have the song build that wall no it doesn't take it transistor no, it doesn't. take it, it in the face better ones um, Oh, fuck you, does it? Yes, it's it got does. much worse stuff. It doesn't. Oh, my God. Right, anyway. Better than build that wall. Fuck you. We need That's to actually make a list so that I can look through it after. Because <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the thing at the moment. I'm just looking through being like, oh, so-and-so is in here. Oh, so-and-so is in here. Like, it, oh, it, also, it, surprisingly, uh, Nero Tomato, as it's actually known. Yes, Nero uh, Tomato is on sale. Yeah, Nero Tomato, like, I hear, is well worth buying. I want to pick that up. Right. That's pretty, and also the Steam Link, like the little kind of the the box that you can kind of stream stuff to into another room. Twelve quid. Mm -hmm. Yep, I have one. We get loads of use out of it. Twelve quid is a steal. So... It's I... just, I, I mean, you know, like some of us are probably just, yeah, I'm gonna sit right here and do all my gaming. But like, for twelve quid for a box that you can just stream it to wherever you want, in it, that's pretty good. Yep, 
I've got a gigantic TV downstairs, so we stream games to the gigantic TV downstairs because then I can lie across the sofa and put a controller on my nose and play. It's wonderful. Absolutely fucking wonderful. That's um, how I play games as well. Yeah. yeah. I think you should stream all games like that, to be honest. Get to it. Fuck's sake. If you um, have friends, Gang Beasts is on sale. The game's fun. Friends. But if you have friends, Isaac is on sale, but don't buy Isaac if you want a life ever. Um, no. There's a huge quantity of different games. games. Yeah. available right now massively new and old yep massively this is the best sale that we've had for ages and it's well worth picking stuff up um now do you think that this is the best game that we've had in ages because it's the best sale that we've had in ages or is it because we've had a slew of games that are actually worth picking up when they're on sale because i think part of the problem before over the past say like two three years or so is there, there have been quite a few big heavy hitters and there's been a few that are kind of a must-buy on release, but there wasn't much of that sort of middle ground of like, maybe that I might pick up when it goes on sale. I mean, an awful lot of the games that we've mentioned were on were in the last Steam sale as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, we're, we're just highlighting things that were there before. So yeah. like the little nightmares of the world, they've come out recently, obviously, and that makes it worth picking up. Yeah, the things like Transistor, Bastion, they were 12 pence last time as well. Yeah. And yeah. it's still amazing that everybody in the world doesn't own them because, yeah. because they you might just fucking give it to me. I, I might know, I've still got fucking Transistor and Bastion sitting in my Steam library. I haven't played them yet. Um, <laughs> but I own them because I will one day. You know? yeah. yeah, I get and, the same way. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's that kind of logic that for, for fucking a dollar. All right, I'll have that. I, Fantastic. I, I'll just listen to the soundtrack. I don't need to do anything else. Wait, like, honestly, I think uh, with the inclusion of things like uh, Nero Tomato, um, with the inclusion of things like Subnautica and stuff like that, it it's a decent sale because the quality of the, the titles are, are good. It is up. Um, but also, the price is a decent this time around. Yeah. And nobody yeah, wants to buy the original Dishonored for 12 quid, you know? But for two, I want to buy Call of Duty four for thirty. Any Call of Duty. Oh, Tash. Or sorry, I, but... if I have oh. to hear a stupid voice, okay. Oh, All right, okay. Let's let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, um, I need to pee. So every every episode that we do uh, is a six out of ten for a reason or another, and that becomes the title uh, of the of the podcast everywhere we put it. So I've I've dropped my envelope. Uh, my I always put in my title uh, first, uh, and I'm totally stealing uh, the title that was put in chat. And this episode was six out of ten. Uh, shame, regret, and motion sickness. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that I think we'd have trouble uploading it on multiple services, I think it probably should be called six out of ten. Too many cunts, <laughs> but I, I think it might have a few problems getting yeah. past like iTunes. Uh, six, six out of ten. Pip has a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of okay with this. Six out of ten Tourette's. Oh, oh gosh. Six out of ten um pandering tomorrows. Six out of ten pandering tomorrows, I like, yeah. We did have a hefty discussion around that. Yeah. Six out of ten downrated. Um six out of ten capitalism is capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> capitalism hole. Um, oh god! I, I think I think shame, regret, emotion, sickness. sickness. Yep. Especially the shame part, I think probably <laughs> sums up. Yeah. That. What we've been running through. Yeah. 
most definitely. And then, and then regret for Pippa Green to have Adam on. Like, that's... Sure. <laughs> no, genuinely. So as much as, as much as we banter, like, I genuinely adore Adam's content. I love what he does. He's a wonderful, wonderful human being. But if he steals I don't Matt, insult people I don't like. Right. I just ignore them. If he if he steals Matt, that might change. Oh, he, that's already happening. You don't even know. Oh, dude. That's, that's on. Every time that I mention Pax, on. he's like, Adam says he'll take me to Pax. And I'm like... I will fucking <laughs> take him to Pax. I will pay for it. He's mine now. He's my wife oh, now. Oh, God. Oh, Although, God. six out of ten mixed reviews. Six, mixed reviews. Six out of ten mixed reviews. It's too clever. No, six out of ten shame, regret, emotion, sickness, because I feel like we derailed so much in this podcast. It's gone on far too long, but I do love you guys so much, and I, I adore the content you guys put out. Do me a favor, Tash. Tell me where people can find you and what you're up to this week and that kind of deal. Hi. Um, you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Tashna. It's Natasha like a pirate because I'm an adult. And <laughs> we do a lot of great. <laughs> <Good job. laughs> I me. believe pirates were called Natasha. <laughs> yes. Tashna. This of is the how, three yeah. ones that were girls. This is the shame. Here you go. Right. I'm providing the shame. Uh, do loads of creative content. Um, really interactive. And I think, I, I think I'm pretty funny, but. I'm inclined to agree after after our uh, exposure. For sure, for sure. All right, all right, all right. Adam, tell us where people can find you and what you're doing this week and all that kind of deal. I wonder why Adam's TV Call of Cthulhu. Uh, I'll be going from here to do my two year partnerversary. I gave up time <gasps> in that to be here with you. Mine's next week too. No, it's it's not that much. Fun. Well, wouldn't you? Um, but no, I'll be going to do that. It's going to be some more Darkest Dungeon today. Eventually, I'll play Silent Hill 2 as the best horror game of all time if I finally finish Crimson Court. What is, what's, the, what's, what's the little face? I agree. Yes, Silent oh, Hill right, 2. Yeah. Best, best yeah. horror game. Best yes. horror game of all time. Yes. I don't, I don't I need to defend this, but I will if you come at me. Oh. Um, not you. Nobody's going to come at you. Everybody I forgot agrees. to say what I was doing. Oh, that's all okay. We'll tell so you now. Come back to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it now. Go. Um, it's also my one-year partnerversary this week, anniversary. and we're doing a science fair because I've never made a papier-mâché volcano. <laughs> so we're gonna... That'll be because you're not American. <laughs> what day yeah, is that? But I want to do it, so I need to get on it. I need to make a shopping list so viewers can also play play along. And then you bet they have to send me pictures, and then I'll, like I'll be the winner. Pizza. Amazing. <laughs> Wait, what day? What day is this? I'm tuning in. Um. I've been a bit disorganised because I uh, care for my brother-in-law and um, I, I have him and the children next weekend, so I have to, like... We're I'm not decided... Right. Thursday? Thursday. Yeah. Just no, say Thursday, I'm... which is the 29th. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pull my finger out. I, <laughs> I want to watch you do a Blue Peter episode. I am so excited. Is Blue Peter still a thing? Yes. Yeah, Holy is shit. it? Yeah. Sticky back plastic, yogurt pots, and toilet roll holders in there. I might make I'm a badge. Off. Make a ripoff badge. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. God. Okay. Oh, you guys what are, are you playing, Philippa? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so this week we have uh, poll mornings because I have a poll challenge to do and I don't want to do it on my own. <laughs> Please call it poll mornings. <laughs> <laughs> I am so coming. I am going to get banned so fucking fast. <laughs> is... I'm going to go and ban him in your chat in advance. So just, I'll be with it. No, I can bring it. 
Call it, call it spinning on the pole. Make it better. Like, the, the, the girl you don't I know who that. does pole streams uh, puts up the title training to be a fireman. I'm like, no, this is pole mornings and it's going to be great. Uh... So we're doing pole mornings. And it's going to be magical uh, because I have a pole challenge to do this week and I don't know how to do half the moves, so I'm going to follow my head a lot. Uh, we're going to play little bits of The Witcher 3, but mostly we're going to be looking at uh, stuff in the Steam sales and building space bases and doing all sorts of bits and pieces because I'm bored of playing the same thing over and 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 over. So we're just going to play loads of random shit like we used to and it's going to be magical. It's going to be absolutely magical. You can find me... Can you tell us more about this poll challenge? Oh, yeah. Okay, so over the last four days, there's been a poll challenge going on. It goes on for 10 days. The idea is that they give you a letter and a move every morning and your challenge for that day is to put a picture or a video of that move on Instagram. And they range from things like doing a spin on one hand, um, doing like, um, I don't know, you guys you guys see me do like leg hangs a lot where I hang, uh, I, I hook one knee over and I just like let go of my body um, and I, I just kind of hang in midair off of one leg. Um, so they range from, from stuff like that that I'm really comfortable with to hold the pole with a split grip like that, be upside down, just holding on by your toes, go. So, your actual toes. Yeah, like your actual there toes. Might be Who's got ice cream? Give me! Are you gonna share? Oh. Um, but yeah, I already for sex. So every, every day we're gonna work towards, uh, every day we're gonna do strength building, we're gonna do core building, we're gonna do muscle building, uh, we're gonna do a little bit of balance. Uh, this week is gonna be all about thigh strength, but as well as that we're gonna do little bits of this pole challenge where I'm like, we have to do X move this you know today at some point yeah. let's give that a go so yeah it should be it should be really good uh and it'll show you guys a range of stuff that uh pole fitness addicts have to put up with like yeah i have shooting pains in my wrist but i'm still upside down rip me like you know it, it should be good fun it should be good fun i'll fall on my head a lot sounds good yeah uh, i'm down for that i'm down for volcanoes lovecraftian horror and you twizzling around on a pole like that is <laughs> That we is my combine this. What's the name of the poor movie. Um... <laughs> oh, good grief. Oh, good grief. Sam, what are you doing this week now that you're back from E3? Screaming about how tired I am and not committing to anything because no. Um, so, like, uh, probably some Storm Blood because that's out now and it's a thing that I'm going to be playing anyway, so I might as well stream it. Um, and. I've got to finish putting up a load of E3 content -y stuff, so you'll see a lot of that from like the Sensudo social media stuff. And I don't know, I might I might start dicking around with a couple of games that I saw at E3, which is Tower 57 and Moonlighter, which <gasps> I got some geeky codes for uh, to play around on. And, but yeah, I'm not committing to doing anything at any point yeah, in time. Don't give but... your codes to your viewers. Give them to Pip. <laughs> no, Have I... you not got it no, yeah, it hasn't worked we yet. Don't lock Sorry. You up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got you. I got you. Moonlighter is going to be great. I'm excited for Moonlighter. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy really naively suggests a rock band stream. <laughs> that requires effort and energy, which I do not have, and I probably won't for another two weeks. Mm -hmm. So um, it's sweet, but no. no. Um, but yeah, just just, just being tired. I, I'm really tired. Oh. So um, yes. Um, Perfect. And ice cream. And ice cream. <laughs> I think we should all go for an ice cream. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. Much appreciated, much appreciated. You guys are absolutely wonderful. Guys, make sure you follow up these wonderful, wonderful human beings. Uh, and, and Adam, I guess. Uh, I love you guys and so much. And fuck you too. 
thank you thank you so much thank you so much for joining us i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna head us on out uh but make sure you guys have a great day and uh, we'll see you guys next week from five o'clock follow these people look at them look at them i'm gonna put them in the chat good catch you guys